Well, um, hello again, we're starting ladies now? and gentlemen. Yes. Yeah, we're going to start. This is uh, the podcast number 103. Unbelievable. Yep. We just had dinner. Uh, Sean Unwin is in my home, which is very exciting. It's good to have you, sir. It's good to be here. <laughs> yeah. Really, it is. I love your house. Thank very you. impressed. Yeah, Carly just made us dinner. We had some Amazing. salmon, and corn on the cob, and salad. Yeah, very and impressed. Delicious. Carly's got it figured out, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really like Carly. Yeah, she's cool. Cool. So yeah. what should we talk about? Skating? Yeah, whatever. You, you came down, you've been living here for a couple weeks, and you came down here from Calgary. Yeah. So we talk about that. Yeah. Staying at Leon's house. Cool. Training, learning, picking Leon's brain. Learning how to run the shop. Learning how to run a shop. That's um, exciting. It's been crazy, though, honestly. It's gone by like a blur. Definitely learned a lot, but like, can't wait to have like a few days just to kind of unwind and really, I don't know, hash out everything I've learned. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um... It's been so good, like, seeing all these people, like, visiting Riley, went and got drunk with Riley and his uncle and his sister. Nice. Oh, fuck, that was awesome. His <laughs> uncle, Rod. Um, Riley's a wild man. Oh, I love Riley. Yeah. I love Riley. Actually, I wonder what he's doing tonight. Getting hammered, I bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he likes to drink. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's good to be here. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, so you're learning how to run the shop so that ultimately you can open up a, a shop task in Calgary. Yeah, so let's get the word out. Shop task Calgary. Tentative February 1st. Wow. Ideally, get it started. Have a shop going. Yeah. February 1st, 2013. Oh my god. Can you believe it's 2013? <laughs> true Spin Time Inline. Oh the god. return. You know what? I was looking for locations and the True Spin Inline building is gone. But there's yeah. a few prime spots, like, just down the street. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs> I think, yeah, actually, that's probably end up a good spot for it, if it wow. works out. Is that so the much last, that was out. the last shop in, in uh, Calgary? Was True Spin Inline, or was yeah. there one? Um, there was Speed Skate Cellar. Yeah. Which was, obviously, a speed skating store, but they, like, carried the best selection of aggressive gear for the longest time. They were, like, the only place that had videos. Yeah. Um, got my first pair of Solomons from there. Yeah, they were the shit back in the day. And actually, recently I saw some stuff on Kijiji from the Speed Skate Seller guys. Yeah. Selling, like, remember the original Shimas? Yeah, I don't know like if they were the razors. original ones. The ones with, like, the liner, like, that Shima on the back? Yeah. Was that yeah. the first Shima? Was um, the Shima 2? One of the first Shimas. Yeah. Yeah. Um,. So they had some of this old stock that they were selling, Kijiji. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And uh, the guy messaged me on Facebook. But, honestly, I didn't check the message till like, two years afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> so it would be nice to get in touch with those guys, but... Yeah, for sure. It's pretty crazy that there hasn't been a shop in Calgary. So it seems like there's a lot of rollerbladers. There's, like, definitely a solid crew. Yeah. Um... Of, like, aggressive skaters. And then there's lots and lots and lots of, like, fitness, recreational skaters. Lots of people into the, like, skiking, I think they call it. Skiking. Have you seen this? No. They're these weird cross-country inline skates. 
like long frame long base. two big wheels they look like two big spoked wheels yeah I haven't even had like a good look at them they like heel lifts out like you're cross country skiing and they have poles I've seen them practicing in parking lots and interesting yeah so something like summer training for cross country skiing right ski training right which I think is actually a really good market for inline skaters oh yeah selling inline skates yeah I really do we were talking about how weird it is that a lot of skiers, like, in the summer, they'll, they'll skateboard. That is weird. Because, like, I'm not a board rider at all. Yeah. So the thought of me, like, inline skating and then, like, snowboarding during the winter doesn't work for me. I know lots yeah. of guys do. But, I don't know, my brain doesn't work that way. I go, like, straight or, like, straight back. Yeah. Not sideways. <laughs> well, it seems like you, you snowboard. Um... I'm the same way. I can't do sideways. Yeah. I do straight and back. Yeah. 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 Um, I've, I ski a little bit, but like skiing and roll biting are just so similar that it seems like that would be the natural kind of like, oh, it's summer, I'm going to get some, some skates. Yeah. It's like skiing without this long board of the ski. Yeah. It's way like more fun. Attached on my foot. Yeah. 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 And you don't have to pay like a hundred dollars yeah. for the ticket wait in line to get up to the top of the hill. I mean, skiing's amazing, but yeah. inline skating has its benefits, and you oh, can yeah. get, like, the same rush from it. Yeah. You put on a pair of Sebas, and you bomb through the city. Oh, yeah. Just like skiing. I love that feeling. It's just a little bit scarier, it seems like, to bomb shit on rollerblades. Seems scarier. One, because you're not on, like, a, a hill. Yeah. Like, you're not, there's not going to be cars and you on, can't a, on a mountain. stop properly. Like, imagine. Yeah. Yeah. You can't stop as fast. If you fall, it's not like falling on snow. Yeah. But if you have, like, enough space that you can, like, do big parallel turns. Yeah. Even on, like, a wide sidewalk. If it's, like, a steep hill, you can control your speed really well. Yeah. It's got to build up your skills. Yeah. So, planning and teaching as many people as possible in Calgary how to skate. That's insane. Get them into it. So, you're... You're opening a rollerblading shop. I can hardly fucking believe it. (laughs) It all seems like a dream, honestly. That's insane. Life is totally turned into a dream. Yeah. It's like... You know that idea where you, like, manifest your reality? Yeah. I'm starting to get the feeling that that's actually true. You know? Well, yeah. In a lot of ways... I mean, it is true, but, like... It totally is true. It feels like it's actually happening. Yeah. It's hard to imagine, like... Just never stop skating and like things That's work crazy. out. Yeah, yeah. I'm really juiced. Yeah, the future's gonna be good. We we met for the first time in like what year was that? Ninety six, ninety seven. I I don't know. It would have been one of those two years. I think I think it might have been. You were in Fifth Elements, and it yeah. was like right when Fifth Elements first came out. You mm-hmm. had the red ones. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I remember you skating. Had on. I remember Dana had blue Argons. Yep. Joey had Bowers, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Brown Bowers. And you had, I remember your shirt. I remember your California Todd shirt. <laughs> but uh, what kind of skates did you have? Uh, Psy Fives. You had Psy Fives? Okay, yes. I think yes. that's time, yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Those were good skates. They were I good like skates. Fives. Yeah. I had Daytonas. Yeah. Same thing, the blue yeah. ones. Yeah. Super good skate, so comfortable. The yeah. Sci Fives had like this really nice, like almost leather or suede liner. Mm-hmm. So comfy. I remember they were really comfy skates and really solid. Suede liner, or 
But no, skates they had weird shit like yeah, leather liners like back they were then. Like, like leather, maybe parts of it were leather. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. But you remember they, the Bauer front sides? I do. They had leather liners. Did they? Inside was like leather. Crazy. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I was really young. I guess I was really young. I was like thirteen, and some older guys had some like Bauer front sides. So it was like as soon as I saw them, just grilling about them. They're like, "Oh, check <laughs> it out! They got leather liners." And you're like, you think they'd give you blisters, but they don't. Fuck. It's funny how I remember that. Yeah. These guys were riding stairs at the hospital in Lethbridge. The guy had like a, a tattoo on his leg of like a uh, like a totem pole style tattoo. Yeah. Fuck, I wonder what happened to those dudes. Because I kept skating and they probably didn't. Or they moved yeah. away maybe. You were but, really good when I skated with you. I, you were re- You were really good at rails. Mm-hmm. Like, you could just really comfortably, confidently just, like, do handrails, which was weird for us, because when we did handrails, we were just, like, so juiced on it, like, it was a big thing. Then you came, and you were just, like, casually just, like, jumping on kinkers, and... It was an interesting time, actually, when we first met, like, in Kamloops, in that summer, like, where we met at CAD and stuff like that. Yeah. Was that all the same summer? That was the same summer, yeah. So, what happened was... There was the Calgary cat competition. I think the Vancouver one had happened before, maybe. So you guys probably went to the Vancouver one, I'm guessing. Yep, yep. And then there was the Calgary one. And that's where yeah. we all met. Richie Eisler was there. Yeah. Oh, damn, that was sick. Um, In the Walmart park, parking lot. Yeah, who else was there? Uh, Reese Garcia. Reese Garcia, yeah. Joey was with me. Joey Todd were there. Lots of people from Lethbridge were there. Man, you remember the drop-in? Like that star ramp? It was huge. You remember everyone just struggling to get up there? Like nobody <laughs> could skate. Everyone's like, help me out. Like, <laughs> Especially, like no one even had like skate parks back then. No. Like some, the people in Vancouver had like really good skate parks. Right. But we didn't have a skate park in Canloops. I don't think you guys really had parks in Alberta. You guys were like all street skating. Yeah. And then we show up at Vancouver Cat and like huge wooden ramps big like vert ramp and stuff yeah and everyone's just kind of pretending like they knew how to skate it was crazy fun yeah to actually skate a ramp and like yeah do a line like try and put together a line in front of like a crowd of people yeah like a full on announcer they had like a half pipe it was legit I got first place in beginner vert that year wow I could like barely air in Vancouver or Calgary in Calgary I never went to the Vancouver one yeah um so, yeah, anyway, so the Calgary Cat, we went street skating a little bit. Yeah. Remember we went to Red Rail. Remember the I Red do Rail remember. down the bank? Yeah, That's I alley it. Yeah. Did you alley Mizu that? Yeah. There's so little run-up. That's a tough trick. Not yeah. not run-up, but it's, like, really narrow. Yeah, really so narrow. So to, like, get on alley-oop all the way, you can cut at it all. You had to go yeah. straight at it. So, yeah. yeah. I, I remember kind of grinded it and farfed it. Yeah. in your video? In UCS. In Under Canadian Under Skies. Under Canadian Skies. Yeah. yeah. You had a few tricks in Under Canadian Skies. Um, and then I had probably a few from Kamloops yeah. when we were skating together. You did the hospital kinker? Kink, yeah. I think I might have, like, soul grind to back far for something. Yeah, soul, exactly. Soul to back far. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good day. Super fun. Just did, like, every rail in Kamloops. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just came Take me to everyone. Oh, like, I'm doing all the rails. Yeah. But, um... That's insane. Like, at that time, I had, like, stopped doing royales. Because I was just wearing out all my skates. Yeah. 
just like busting through my skates doing royales constantly. so you didn't want to do them because they would like wreck your skates yeah so I was like I need to learn how to do soul grinds yeah so then I like got comfortable doing a soul grind so remember when you're jumping onto a handrail like royale was always kind of the most comfortable grind to do yeah totally yeah so then I switched it up to soul grinds you're doing souls wow which has come in handy now riding those sebas oh for sure not having to like all souls yeah that's all you can do so yeah <laughs> it's good to be able to do them so, you've been skating the Sebas. Yeah. Do you think you're going to keep skating them? Do you think you're going to, like, get some aggressives? Or do you ever miss the I think feeling of aggressive skates? Aggressive. Um, sometimes. I started thinking about this yesterday, actually. I've been loving my Sebas to death. Yeah. I'm not in any rush to get aggressive skates, just because the ride is so rough. Like yeah. Rolling over cracks and stuff, but... Seeing you on that rockered setup, the Celtics. Yeah. Sixties yeah. in the middle. Yeah. Fifty-five on the outside, something like that. Something like uh, fifty-eights on the outside. Okay, fifty-eights. Yeah. So that gives me some hope that that sounds like a pretty fun setup. Yeah. Good maneuverable. Still got big wheels, still four wheels, but the groove still on those smooth. is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And having soft wheels makes a big difference too in like um, absorbing the cracks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the wheels I ride are like softer. They're like eighty. Eight or maybe okay. even softer. Yeah, I'm not sure. But uh, I know that you you can't really skate them anti, or else you'll wear them out like way too fast. They're soft enough that like in one or two sessions you'll wear them out. You have to skate them flat. Okay. And they feel really good. And I think there's something about being lower to the ground and right. having a really short frame base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I like the idea of that. So that's got me thinking about it. And plus, there's something kind of, like, meditative about just going to a ledge or a small rail and then just, like, going through the repertoire of tricks. Like doing some tricks. Yeah. 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 You know, it's, like, kind of casual, easy-going little skate instead of, like, you got Sebas on and now you just want to skate fast and rip around and cover as much ground as you can. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I probably will go back to aggressive skates. Yeah. At some point. Like, have both, at least. Yeah, yeah. But right I now, like I'm both. sticking to the Sebas. Yeah. I love them. They're pretty amazing. We should have one of these days, we should have a big cone session. Yeah. With Leon. Yeah, I want to fucking learn how you guys do that shit. Yeah. It blows my mind. I can't figure out what your feet are doing. Yeah. I've started learning the grapevine or something. The grapevine. Is that a, Did I say that right? I don't know. Okay, I don't know what it's saying. <laughs> Such a, like, cone skating grom. But we went to Seattle. Met yep. Naomi from Seba. Yeah. Amazing lady. She's super cool. Yeah. Um, she started, like, busting out some crazy shit with her feet. Oh, she's amazing. She's, like, the, the world champion. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to ask her about that. Yeah. She's super good. World champion. Yeah. That's gotta be kind of fun. Is it world champion or North American champion? Oh, well, totally she's sure. English. Right. So, I, I mean, she doesn't mean she had, couldn't have States. won the North American Championship. It might have been the World Championship, like, yeah. two years ago. Like, I know she's really famous in the cone skating world. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a big name. And she's crazy good. Yeah. She awesome. runs, like, camps for cone skating. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I should sign up for one of these camps. Yeah, it sounds crazy. Try and break it down. Yeah. But I couldn't even describe what I was trying to, like, learn, but... You know that weird thing where your toes are, like, pointed right together? Yeah. Yeah. 
So you kind of like backwards cross over and then you like go up on one toe. Your other foot carves a big arc and then your toes kind of come together and now you're moving forward, swiveling oh, your feet. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Sort of, yeah. Sort of, okay, yeah. It's yeah. tough to describe. Um, I was trying to figure that out. I think she called it like the grapevine. It's pretty crazy how far you can go with just maneuvering cones. Yeah. Yeah. Like the crazy body positions that they do and the crazy combinations. Like I, don't, I me and Leon have only scratched the surface. A lot of what we do is just. And you guys around. are fucking amazing. A lot of it's just fucking so around. So good, which is which is fun in itself. But there's like so many moves. Yeah. I feel like I'm at the point where I need to like break it down and learn a few things before I can like just start freestyling. Yeah. It's it becomes really fun once you learn like a few moves, then oh. fucking around. Oh, the baby has joined. He's made an appearance. Want to sing a song for us? Meow, meow. She's scared. <laughs> Who's that? Is that Sean Unwin? You've heard the legends, and they're true. Oh, no. She's scary. I'm not scary. <laughs> we can be friends. My cat at home really likes the beard. He, like, yeah. grinds his face into the beard. Love Are you going to bed? bed? Yeah. Good night. Thank you for dinner. Yeah. Should I give you a kiss? Yeah. Mwah. <laughs> okay. Don't worry about being quiet. All right, babe. Love ya. Love ya. Aw. What a family you have. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, I'm, I love I'm your whole setup. Man. I love your whole setup. Yeah, I'm you definitely a lucky up. man. Yeah, I feel like I could, like, skate cones for the next ten years. It's fun a fun thing it. to do. Yeah. Um, I got really into it, and then I just kind of... I think I plateaued a little bit, mm-hmm. and it got a little bit repetitive. Well, I mean, there's a flow to it, but like, yeah, you're yeah. not going to stop doing it, right? No. Stick no. with it. It's a good... It's great exercise. And the amount of control you get mm-hmm. from, from doing that a lot, like, I really noticed rolling-wise, I feel like I have a lot more control and a lot more, like, body motions in mm-hmm. my repertoire. In just a short period oh, yeah. of time, too. Just really? like, oh, I've only been doing cones for like six months. Smart. It's like good yeah. training. Really good, good training. skate training. Low impact. It's easy on the joints. Yeah. Yeah. Very important. Very important. Knees are sore as hell these days. Yeah. How about you? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad? No, not too bad. My right knee's a little bit... Yeah. It fatigues quickly. Yeah. It doesn't bother me day to day, but like if we go like skating hard... For an hour, two hours, something like that, I definitely feel it. Yeah. That I need some time to recover. I feel like my my knees have gotten a lot stronger from doing just like body squats. Oh right. Just like a lot of body squats. We talked about that. I really like that it idea. It builds it up. Yeah. I need to do that. It's a big difference. Damn. Because Rogan to... always talks about that too. Yeah. Body squats. Yeah. You build it's up those muscles around the knees, like tighten up all the ligaments, and. uh even last week when I was doing all those 720s like over and over and mm-hmm. 540s and I mean it wasn't like a huge set but just doing that over and over and over my knees weren't really sore no no nice it was a crazy lightning show is it still going yeah facing the wrong way maybe I should like turn my chair slightly yeah put that here there's a crazy lightning show going on this is like perfectly framed in your window too hey? yeah it's like right <laughs> out the window it's like right in the middle in the distance some nice trees in the foreground and like yeah. happening in the back. It's crazy that the earth just naturally produces electricity. Like 
Yeah. You made the comment like, why are we using oil? Why can't we just harness that? And that's true. Like, if the earth on its own can make giant bolts of electricity that just come from the sky, why can't we make that? It's funny. There's so much energy just like stored in everywhere. The, in, everywhere. Yeah. We just have to figure it out. Yeah, but we, for some reason, we don't. Human beings are fucking crazy creatures. Yeah. Like, we know better, but we don't do anything about well, it. Well, really, it's really, like it's pretty human. crazy in the first place that we discovered electricity. That we discovered that there was just this energy force that we could use to, like, have a, like, what's a light bulb? What the fuck is that? It's just, this, like, we just turn on a switch, we wire, we run the wires from here to here. Oh, sweet. That's what but it like, is. It's a lot of wires. I wonder how much energy is lost in all, like, the wires. Like, they're not 100% efficient, obviously. No. no. So you have, like, a dam. So we build a huge dam. Yeah. Water busts through the dam, turns the turbines. And for some reason, when you change a magnetic field through a loop of wire, it induces a current. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know how that works. The weird, like, electromagnetic connection. And someone figured out that. That's right. amazing. It just makes me feel like shit that a person just, like, figured out this invisible energy source mm-hmm. and figured out how to harness it and, like, use it. I remember I yeah. saw, like, a long time ago, I saw a play with, uh, on uh, Nikola Tesla. I think he was the guy that Oh, yeah. That guy's the best inventor ever. That guy's yeah. a genius. It was a guy. really good play. It was really interesting. The play? Did you see it? It was, like, a live live play. Oh, really? Yeah. It was really cool, because they had, like, a lot of crazy lighting effects. I'd actually like to see this play. Yeah, yeah. It was was, not that interesting. It was a long time ago, but I just remember being engrossed in it. It was Mm -hmm. really good, because he was, like, a really crazy dude. Obviously, like, you'd have to be pretty crazy to notice this invisible energy source, like, and figure all that out. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, I wish, like, I could go through all his inventions... I don't know them off my head, off the top of my head, but, like, he did a lot of amazing things. Yeah. Basically invented electricity. Jesus I don't know Christ. if he did that. I think he did. He, he did a lot with the uh, alternating current. We can yeah. confidently say he invented that. The telephone? I don't know. That was Alexander Graham Bell. Alexander. Well, but he invented, I think, like, a speaker in the telephone or, like, that kind of thing. Yeah. He did oh, okay. do something like that, like an electric speaker or, like, some sort of... See, I remember reading this. That was one of his earlier inventions, like before he had even moved to America. One of the most fascinating things, though, is he apparently had this thing in Colorado where he could broadcast electricity into the ionosphere and dial into it remotely with, like, an antenna. Yeah. And the rumor was he had, like, a car that he had an antenna on and he could plug into this electric field and... Power car, drive around, electric yeah. car, free electricity, basically. I've heard that. I, I, I've heard that he developed basically like an internet of electricity, so it would be yeah, like, like free Wi-Fi. for everyone. But yeah. but they, the people who were funding his research and everything, cut it off because then you wouldn't make any money from it. So they shut that free that down. Energy, right? Yeah, yeah. It was like free energy for the whole world. Damn it! Such bullshit. Weird. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Like, what kind of world would we be living in now? Jesus. 
But you have to think, like, okay, they, they discovered this invisible energy source, right? Well, they, or some people that are really smart, a guy. Somebody did. you got to think there's other invisible things around us that we have, just haven't discovered yet. Right, there's like a whole world Forces in this energy, like empty just, space. Yeah, we, I don't know, it's easy to think like, oh, we've figured it, we've figured everything out, we got freaking the internet and bicycles and rollerblades and light bulbs, like, we It all is impressive. Out. Oh, it's very impressive, it's amazing. But you gotta think, there's gotta, gotta be so much left to figure out, there's gotta be. It's gotta be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. We have, like, such a bright future. I really think so. I think so. I think so, too. Like, a lot of... It seems like consciousness is changing. I guess it just changes slowly as, you know, the generations pass. Jeez. You know? But, like, consciousness is changing, and I don't know, hopefully it'll be prosperity for the whole world. Before our life is done, at least. Could be. Yeah. It's... Free energy get back to that that's probably the biggest thing wow instead of burning oil for like because we talked about um, peak oil yeah like how some we people believe that oil. like we've passed the peak production and from now on like we're just past I don't know exactly what the hypothesis is I think that is just that we're running out of oil yeah and, and it's true what are we going to do just like drill for oil forever going to run yeah. out eventually. Yeah. It's we'll drill, we'll do the oil thing for another 20 years, if that. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be forced to figure something else out. What are we going to do for rollerblades? They're made yeah, out of plastic. they're made out of plastic. <laughs> I was just thinking about this the other night. I think, don't they make cars out of, like, hemp? Yeah. So you can make, can make a plastic hemp. out of hemp. Okay, yeah. Maybe we can make hemp rollerblades. If it's, if it's legal to grow hemp, we can do that. It's legal. Is it is it legal to grow hemp? I think so. There's a lot of hemp products. There's like hemp lip uh, lip balm. Yeah, you can buy hemp, hemp pants, seeds. hemp seeds, hemp hearts. Yeah, you can buy hemp hearts. Those are coming really big. Oh yeah, those are amazing. In the nutrition world. Oh my god, it's so good. Um, put those in my smoothies. Do you put those in your smoothies? No, I don't. Well, we should talk about smoothies after. Yeah, come back to that. Hell yeah. <laughs> hemp hearts. I have to get on the hemp hearts. Oh yeah, you got to. They're Superfood, they're oh, really yeah. good. I got everything. Give you lots of energy, fill you up. Well, it's a complete protein. Oh, booyah! Yeah. So, and a plant-based protein, so it's like easier on your body. Ooh. Animal proteins, um, when you digest them, I think it creates something called arachidonic acid. Whoa! So it's like slightly acidic on your body, like not necessarily bad, but like you know, if you're eating tons of meat, then it's acidic on your body. You get things like gout. And, whatever yeah whereas like the hemp seeds you don't get that plus they have all those good fats your omegas like like Mm. omega-3s and good like brain fats what do they look like the hemp seeds are they're seeds or the hemp parts yeah what are hemp what are hemp hemp seeds i think that's the same thing okay it's just seeds it's little little seeds yeah maybe the hemp parts are like what's inside the seed like it's kind of soft and gushy where i've seen like i've seen like pot seeds and they were like hard like you'd expect the seed to be yeah so maybe the hemp parts are like the sh- they're like shelled hemp seeds and you get the inside um they're, I don't know it's hard to describe hmm. they're like pretty small 
like really like soft and chewy. It's like a like a have you ever had like raw almonds? Yeah. Yeah, like kind of like raw almonds. Like a, a bit softer. Deseeded or whatever. Or raw, raw almond. Well, most of the almonds you buy at the store have been like roasted. Yeah, yeah. You buy them to me like. <sighs> yeah. Like if you get the raw ones, I think they're a bit softer. Soft, yeah. I think yeah so I like the hemp hearts are like really soft. Okay. Put them in your smoothies. It's the way to go. Do you put protein powder in your smoothies? I do. Yeah, okay. so you could switch for hemp. Oh. And you're getting like full. Actually, whey protein's probably just as good. But you get like the good fats and stuff. That's yeah. probably the biggest benefit. Probably just use both. Yeah. Just throw it all in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way to do it with smoothies. Yeah. Um, soy lecithin. Soy lecithin. Have you heard of this? No. Um, soy lecithin converts, I think, to like choline. Hmm. And choline is like a really good like neurotransmitter for your brain. It's like, talk about, um, oh damn, on the Joe Rogan podcast, he talks a lot about like his alpha brain. Yeah. Yeah. So like one of the main ingredients in his alpha brain is this acetylcholine. Okay. That's really good for your brain. I don't know. I'd have to probably Google to figure out exactly what it does. But the soy lecithin converts the same way in your body. So it's really cheap. You can just buy it at the grocery store. Dump that in your smoothies. Brain wow. food. Yeah. Yeah, my girlfriend's taught me a lot about this shit. Nice. Yeah. That's good to know. What was what was it called? The... So- soy lecithin? Soy lecithin. Yeah. It's like a powder? Um, it's kind of in like these yellow granules. Yeah. Kind of like a, like a medium ground coffee or something. Interesting. Like that, but it's like yellow. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind it's of a soft texture. It's, it is pretty... It, we can just go somewhere and just get all this shit. Yeah. Like... Right, just go to the grocery store. How does it just go there, pay your money? It's great. Yeah. How does it all work out? (laughs) It's amazing. Imagine we didn't have oil. We wouldn't have any of this. Yeah. Comes on a truck from somewhere. We gotta figure that out. Mm -hmm. Lightning. Lightning. We need to harness the power of lightning. It probably could be done. Yeah. Why not? If we just had, like, um, transportation devices that were just lightning bolts and we could just like ride a lightning bolt to a destination and then on the other side we just had a buffer where you would just slowly just appear at that place and just beam all your matter <laughs> through this lightning bolt ooh like if it just quickly just I like, like that took idea. a you fucked up that's another Maybe. big thing is they're studying the genomes they're mapping like the whole the whole structure of our DNA and yeah. like what we're made out of. Well, they've done it. Yeah, yeah. Mapped cloned people, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure. I think so. Undercover. They've sh- cloned sheep. Or was it sheep? goat? The first cloned goat? Well, there was Dolly was the ago. sheep. You remember Dolly the sheep? Yeah. They like, for what, sure cloned That was like people. 15 years ago. Yeah. Of course they've cloned a person. Yeah. It's weird, though. It seems like our clones don't turn out as good as they should. Not that I'm up on the latest cloning, but like... <laughs> I was kind of left with that impression from years ago when cloning was the big thing. Well, it kind of died died down. I'm sure that there was probably some experiments that went wrong. Like yeah. Someone got cloned, and then the clone was very much like that person, but didn't have a soul or something, or was a sociopath and just really wanted to kill humans because there was like something lacking in them that they felt at a very deep level, and then the only way that they could feel pleasure was to torture people mm. and then they just stopped cloning people maybe that's 
That's probably a good call then. Sounds yeah, scary. maybe fine tune that a little bit. <laughs> Figure out how to put a soul <laughs> into yeah. these clones. Figure out how to make them feel empathy for other human beings. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up. Can you teach someone that? Or do you empathy? need to be born with that? I th- I don't think you can teach empathy. I think you either develop it as a child or you don't have it and you become a Hannibal Lecter. And you mm. just like just don't you just are a sociopath. And it's That'd impossible for you to feel for others. You should like get Carly to hook you up with one of these sociopaths that she works with and should yeah. interview him for your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Ask him what was your childhood like? Yeah. Figure this guy out. Why? Yeah, that's interesting. So, you believe that people have souls? Souls. Or, um, what do you think? Is this like a meat suit that we're wearing and we're like something else? I think we're just, we, we come from the earth. We, we are, just through billions of years of evolution, we're, we're this uh, extension of everything that is. Like, there's a life force. There's something that makes trees grow and it makes... Um, flowers grow mm-hmm. and it makes lightning mm-hmm. there's just this there's this force you know this life force of the universe I think there's an intelligence built into it um, and then I, I think that we're obviously just an extension of that and we're a very special extension of it an extension that is of a very high level right of like self-awareness and mm-hmm. We can communicate with others. We can figure out things that other animals can't figure out. We can work with matter and build houses and build cars and internet. And we can record conversations and yeah. share them. Like, there's no... A tree isn't recording a podcast, right, tonight and, like, sharing it with other trees. Right. So we're this, we're this very unique um, extension of, like, the universe. So I think, I think every person is just, like we have a little bit of the universe just built into us. Like, we are a little bit of it. Mm -hmm. And and I think we have a... Well, okay. Soul. (laughs) We have the word soul. Mm -hmm. But, uh... So what do you think? Are you just driving a meat suit right now? The meat suit, I think, creates everything. Like everything, like everything's chemical, right? Our emotions yeah. are chemical, and all of our thoughts somehow are chemical. Um, and I, that may, like, yeah, that's what I think. I, but it's not. I don't look at that as being cold and like, like people would say, oh, if you don't think you have a soul, then 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 you, it's a very cold look on life. It's very clinical. Mm-hmm. But I, I see that as being kind of really amazing. It sounds like we're hybrids in some yeah, way. Yeah, like totally. I, I kind of get the feeling, though, that like we are biological, as in from this earth, but we also are like part conscious being in some way. Like you said, like everything that we see around you, all these buildings, and I'm sure like most of these trees were all planted by people, you know what I mean? We have like, we can... Imagine it and create it. We can, like, create things with our brain. Yeah. Basically. Like, we create our reality. Um, but at the same time, 
you know, where bodies have to follow the laws of nature. Like, we have to drink water and eat food and exercise. Like, we have these, like, basic needs that need to be met. Um, and the other side of it is we just, like, like, what other animal would, you know, destroy the planet or, like, destroy their habitat the way that we do? Yeah. It's very strange. And we don't even, like, comprehend it. It's just, like, something we do. It's a lot of extremes. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we feel extreme greed and extreme, like, we just want, we, we have these powerful imaginations that can either, like, invent things and, and create languages and, and shit, or we can just, like, hate ourselves and, and get addicted to things. It's really complex beings. And then we fall asleep, and then we dream about things. And yeah, we just, like, going vanish for, like, eight hours. <laughs> what's and happening while we're dreaming? Something's happening. It's like our brain is so fucking complex, and there's so much going on that it just needs to, like... You need to just, like, rest for eight hours mm-hmm. every day. You need to just shut your eyes and just, like, go to a different place. And just, uh... Like, what is... But it's almost <laughs> like your brain is still going. It totally if you're dreaming, right? Like yeah, yeah, your body is resting, but your brain is still going. Yeah. What if your brain ever actually turns off? Your brain is kind of on this other mode yeah. where it's like you're not using the, the senses as much. You're not using your vision. You're not using your hearing. Um, you're not you're not using all that brain power to like feel what's going on around you or see things. It's all just like within your brain is just kind of like on this weird auto mode where it's just flickering and creating things that the, the weird thing is you do see, when you're in a dream you're seeing stuff yeah but your eyes are closed and your so whole body is feeling it though sometimes like you get the feeling like yeah when you're falling you get that little jolt that like jolt you feel like you are falling yeah I get that really bad oh really I get a jolt I'll just jolt yeah like the other night I was having a dream and I just I full-on kicked, and I kicked, like, all the sheets off of the bed. Like, ninja kick. Nice. I was like, nothing to worry about, Carla. Just a dream. <laughs> Did she freak out? Did she get scared for yeah. a second? Like, yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Nice. But, and then the next day, you can remember what things looked like in your dream. But you weren't using your eyes. You weren't looking at anything. You were just imagining looking at things. Like, if a person had never seen before, do they still, do they have a reference? Like, do they, do they have dreams where they see? Right. You know, can they imagine a visual if they've never seen a visual? Like how, like a a blind person. Right. Have you seen that video on, on YouTube of that girl who, uh, she's deaf. And there's this thing, and, and it's on video, and it's her hearing for the first time. I don't know if I've seen this or not. Yeah, it's insane. It sounds incredible. And she's just, like, so overwhelmed, she just starts crying. And she just can't even, like, say anything. She's just, like, just totally overwhelmed. But could you imagine, like, just being given a sense that you have just never had? And you would never even know that there was this thing, sound... That amazing. You know? I wonder how long it took her just to, like, take it for granted, though. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
two weeks later, it's just probably. I like bet she ne- never couldn't hear. Well, I bet you know I. It might be really, really uh, hard to deal with, you know, because think how, how well she would sleep without sound distracting yeah. her. Like she could just there could be a fucking party going on, she could just go in the next room and fall asleep. Oh, no big deal. And then suddenly, like you're hearing the lawnmower at like eight in the morning, like oh the fuck is this right like, like oh like, like you know <laughs> hearing right. the sound of like nails running down a chalkboard like oh that's horrible that's yeah. funny it's just your senses keep you from sleeping your yeah. ears and your eyes and what's <laughs> going on around you yeah they're it's not like always like, like good yeah like you it smell really good. bad smells like oh what the fuck is that like, yeah or the fucked up thing is like when people hit their heads and now they're like smell and taste is off. Like yeah. Things get mixed up in your brain. Whoa. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, yeah. That happened in Dallas the other day. He hit his head? Yeah, he hit his head. Oh, shit. A few weeks ago, Wednesday night. Um, and he's totally fine. He got some stitches. I think he blacked out a little bit, but he said that like he couldn't smell. I think his smell is coming back now, but. Yeah. What was he doing? I'm not sure. Jesus. I'd like to find out. Uh, I'll we'll see him man. again soon. Yeah. But yeah, Stevie, Steve got in that car accident and he hit, He was in a coma or something. He came out of it and uh, he, he thought he was a smoker. Like he had never smoked before. But he came out of that All of a sudden he's into smoking now? Yeah, he's like... Does he smoke now, doesn't he? I think so. And he never smoked before, but he came out of that, and he's sure. like, yeah, I, sm- I smoke, I, I'm craving a smoke, get me some cigarettes. That's so strange. Yeah. What a weird thing. Yeah, I don't think he has a smell, either. Okay. I may be wrong about that, but... I have to ask him. I know Richie Heiser, he hit his head really good. Yeah. Like, smells and tastes were, like, mixed up for a while. I think it took quite a while, like, years to come back to normal. Whoa. Like, just certain things were still off. It's interesting, like, what is off? Like, everyone has, everyone has to have a little bit different Yeah, but everything's sense. relative. Like, we don't really, yeah. the only way we can understand things is comparing them and putting them in context. Yeah, labeling it. Labeling Giving it. it a word yeah. that other people understand. Yeah. The classic example is, like, um, is, like, I look at a color, I look at this cup, and it's brown, right? And you look at the cup. And you say, yeah, it's brown. We agree on that. Yeah. But how do we actually know that We're we see brown the same, in the same way? Right. Like, we can't. It's funny, though. We can yeah, it might be green and communicate. To you, but yeah. you've labeled green as brown. Oh, yeah, it's brown. Huh? Yeah, we both see it the same. Right. <laughs> but we don't know that we see it the same. It's so true. And, like, cup, that's just a word that somebody taught us. Cup. And now we agree that that's a cup. Yeah, got yeah. that figured out. It's yeah. a cup. One plus one is two. That's yep. only because somebody told me that. Yeah. It's, yeah. Reality is slippery. <laughs> so you really start slippery. thinking about that stuff. Shit. Like what is actually going on? Yeah. Actually just imagining all of this? It's all a dream. It's no way of telling. Yeah, it seems like it sometimes. I kind of wonder that. It's weird. Yeah, and you think back to like, like a few months ago, something like that you were like really stressed about. And it's just mm-hmm. like, it's just, it doesn't matter. 
Yeah. And then if, in a few months, this Things only this matter moment in the moments and then they pass by. Yeah. And now it's an experience. Yeah. And now, the, next. the idea of now doesn't exist. It's just right. everything, everything is either already happened or Turn it's it about off. to happen. Yeah. Now doesn't exist. Yeah. It just does not. It like does what, sometimes. N- well, no. When you're juggling. But that's just like a series of moments that are never really there. Like if you mapped it out on a timeline, <laughs> time is just ticking by. Yeah, but, but right don't now. don't you feel like you're no, in the now? Gone. Okay, but, okay, there's, what, how does George Carlin explain this one? I think in the now is a feeling. Like, okay, there's a moment in time that hasn't happened yet. It's about to happen. It hasn't happened yet. It's coming. It's almost there. It's gone. Right. When you break it down to the smallest infinitesimal little bit of time. Yeah. That's true. Actually, I, I really freaked myself out, like, really focusing on that idea, like, the other day. Oh, really? And it, and it, and it made life just, like, way too fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird when you get stuck in those things. I mean, just like everything, it passes and <laughs> yeah. you forget about it, but... I get that feeling sometimes, too. I'm like, yeah, I just get into that zone where what is actually real? Like, what is actually here? Yeah. Like, I can feel this table, but that's only maybe because I accept that this table is here, and I expect this to happen. Yeah. You feel it. Yeah. You can look at it, like, you can But I know most of this table is mostly empty space. And, like, so are we. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're just atoms and, as far as we know at least, break it down to like protons and electrons and neutrons. And there's lots of space in between those, like electrons and neutrons, and that's what, you know, builds atoms, builds our bodies. Yeah. But like, for some reason, like, my atoms and my fingers line up with the atoms in this table. My finger can't go through it. Even though it should be possible. That's a weird thought. Yeah. Because a solid, there's no such thing as a solid. Because a solid is just a whole bunch of little atoms. Yeah. And those atoms are just empty space. Yeah. Really. But there's a material. And the thing about your atoms is there's no, as best we can figure, they're just traveling in probabilities. Yeah. Like, you know, the idea is that the neutrons and protons make up the nucleus and the electrons circle around the outside, but those electrons, you know, they can kind of map a probability of where they are most of the time. But, I mean, there's always a chance that an electron could be, like, on the other side of space and yeah. then back again. Could that's be so outside fucked, of like, Pluto. That's, that's fucked how we define, like, what life is. Because we define life as breathing and, and, and seeing and, like, on that level. But mm-hmm. who's to say that an, an atom that's going in a cycle that's, that has, like, an intelligence built into it enough to go through its path without any... Nothing else is, like, ordering it to do so. It's mm-hmm. just on its own will. Just mm-hmm. like, just like a, a body of water on its own will or... 
like a like a tree. Yeah, or a, a, a grass. Exactly. Like, it'll go towards the sun. Nothing. Nothing is telling it. Okay, you have to go to this. It just knows. It's created, and it just does that. Mm-hmm. Is that not life? It like, is. Is life. that Adam not life? Like it is. It is life. life. It's yeah. all life. Every like, there. It's impossible not to have life. Everything mm-hmm. is made up of something that's living. Yeah, and one idea along the same lines that. I think about sometimes is just the idea that you know we consider ourselves to be like top of the food chain the smartest animals on the planet or whatever but like really anything that's here is as smart as we are you know what I mean your cats are you know they're surviving just as well as we are yeah like they were smart enough to be cute and cuddly and (laughs) now we love them and take care of them yeah you know what I mean they're winning they hit the jackpot they just get taken care of yeah they just found humans and they played their cards right and now we just take care of them and they just get to sleep all day. Yeah. They're like, fuck Certain yeah. Certain plants the same way. Like, you know, we like tomatoes or whatever so now we like cultivate and take care of these tomatoes and we, you know, breed them, you know, so they can grow the best possible and we fertilize them and take care of yeah. them and we pamper them, you know what I mean? Like, good on that tomato plant. Yeah. <laughs> that was smart. Yeah. Come up with some delicious fruit and now we take care of them. Yeah. Um, produce a lot of them pot plants like think about like when you see those pictures of grow ops like how intense and like how carefully they take care of them and they play like classical music because it's good for the plants and shit like that yeah and those plants are living it up totally yeah yeah and who's like a they want a plant wants water it wants sun mm-hmm. I mean it does have those desires built into it it needs that to live yeah and so it needs those things so the marijuana plant comes up with this special chemical that like the cannabinoids or whatever that match in your brain something like that the cannabinoids like special geometry to their atomic structure so that fits in like the cannabinoid receptors in your brain and they get you high yeah, something really... You know? Like, that's kind of a neat... If you think of it as survival, that's a neat survival technique, because now... Yeah. You know, think of all, like, the, um, the different strains of marijuana and all that shit. Yeah. It's, like, really thrived. Well, it, it was said that um, plants invented animals to move them around. Right. Because they naturally... Plants want to um, procreate and yeah. spread out it's like a it's like a natural desire of all life is to like get out like you see those like those trees that grow the the stems and they fall off and they they look like little helicopters yeah yeah yeah, yeah. those are sweet like that thing has designed itself to to travel yeah to, like get out like, float softly to the ground yeah and to like go far yeah that's that's pretty crazy and don't, um, spiders, like, um, when spiders give birth, don't the little babies, like, some species of, of spider, don't they, like, kind of float, like, far away from, from each other? Mm, I haven't like, heard this, but... I don't know, it seems like, like, in Charlotte's Web or something? I don't... <laughs> I swear I heard about this, like, spiders, like, baby spiders. Well, there's, like, those like, tiny little red away. baby spiders. I can see them floating yeah. away. They're born with like parachutes or something. <laughs> I know, but okay, we gotta check this out. Yeah, 
but it's true that a lot of species are, have a design to like travel mm-hmm. to spread themselves out to like yeah uh, further their, their species like mm-hmm. where does that come from I don't know but when you go to the island we talked about this before like Vancouver yeah. Island and it's so beautiful and you just see like what nature can do when it's given time and the right conditions to grow yeah it's just amazing it's just beautiful yeah. just like so diverse so lush and soft it just like welcomes you into the forest yeah just beautiful um there's one awesome spot at this campground not sure exactly where we were but you know there's lots of like you know rugged streams coming through like busting through like these waterfalls through yeah. like narrow shoots which is like really spectacular but it causes like this mist to spray up yeah yeah and so like tree like moss grows on the rocks you know as I don't know it doesn't even seem like almost hydroponically it doesn't even need soil and then enough moss grows and then trees you know the moss kind of turns into dirt and then trees can grow and some of these trees like had no bark they had like skin Whoa. they were like soft and gushy just like a super unique and then like the branches would go down through the rocks like the big cracks in the rocks almost like a hydroponic tree Crazy. <laughs> in the middle of the mountains what the such fuck? a beautiful spot yeah. so diverse I was uh I got lunch the other day oh yeah and uh I got like Chinese like a plate of Chinese yeah I got some chow mein and some score some lemon garlic fish and Ooh. some barbecue pork yeah I'm Vancouver really has amazing food yeah I'm like stoked to eat this and I was at Granville Island and I was, like, in, inside, and then I was going to walk outside onto this dock where a bunch of people sit and eat lunch. And I'm walking out with this plate of food, and I, and I get right outside, and this big seagull just, like, swarms down and hits the plate. And, like, a bunch of my, a bunch of my food fell all over the ground, and then him and, like, a bunch of his buddies just, like, swarmed it and, and ate it. Like, it was this planned operation. Like, they were just sitting there waiting for me. They were just waiting. Yeah, and I swear they were waiting for someone with the the lemon garlic fish. It seemed like that's what they were looking for. Because the one guy, like, they went straight for that. And the one guy got a big, nice, big, juicy piece of this garlic fish. Was there any lunch left over for you? A little bit. Oh. Like, they got most of my fish. Most of my pork. Yeah. I was choked. I should have kicked them. Yeah, birds, man. They're the ultimate survivors. Yeah. They're smart little bastards. They've been around since, like, prehistoric dinosaur ages. Yeah. Yeah, fucking birds, man. I like birds, actually, though. They can fly. They're like little beasts that can fly. Little rats. I love watching them fly. They'll, like, adjust their, like, height in the air and turn up the afterburners pretty so fast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Aren't they, like, the fastest animals, birds? Probably. Have you seen winged migration? No. Yeah, you should see winged migration. And what's even uh, is it a documentary? Yeah, it's this documentary. They uh, they raised these birds from from birth Mm -hmm. um, so that they were really comfortable around the camera, Mm -hmm. and uh, they built these little flying machines that kind of flew like birds do with with cameras on them. And so they get these incredible shots of birds like flying. And the camera's, like, feet away from the bird while it's flying, like, through cities and through, like, crazy mountains and stuff. It's, it, 
it's a little bit boring just because it's like birds for like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. But the shots are just epic. So beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you remember that movie from a long time ago where like this guy built himself like a glider and made it look like a goose or something and then he like led the geese like they were all lost they didn't know how to fly like home for the winter or whatever like fly down south for the winter and he led them on a migration just ringing any bells that feel yeah that seems familiar <laughs> it just made me think of it yeah i don't know the name of it it's a really foggy memory but i'm like, sure there was a movie like this guy flying birds home for the winter that's crazy this big like glider plane <laughs> glider but i'm pretty sure he like dressed it so it looked like a goose yeah or something oh damn I'll have to remember to look that up. Wow. Flying's pretty cool. It is awesome. Yeah. We figured out how to fly. That's another crazy thing humans did. Yeah. Let's figured out planes. Yeah. I'm always amazed every time I'm on a plane. Jesus. That's fucking crazy. How strong are those wings? Like, how do the wings not break? Every time I see a plane go, I'm like, what are these wings made of? They don't just snap off instantly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They manage to fly. Yeah, most of the time. I think it's the shape of the wing, isn't it? Creates change in pressure, so it gets the lift right. Like, how does pressure go? It goes from high to low. So maybe it creates low pressure on top of the wing, and then it, so it's relatively higher pressure on the bottom, and that makes it go up. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> does that make sense? Sure. I, I have no idea. I have well, no I know for idea a fact that work. pressure goes from high to low. Because if you fill up a balloon, yeah. so now there's like, inside the balloon it's higher pressure, so if you let it go, it naturally right. wants to escape. It's not going to just stay in that higher pressure. Yeah. So I think the shape of the wing, as it like cuts through the air, creates a pressure difference. Right. That makes it want to go up. Okay. Something yeah. like that. I know that they they control like the the angle of flight with little, those little fins. Yeah, they do the, on the wing. Yeah, and that kind of like by by controlling the the air that's hitting it at that certain angle, it makes it either point down or like up, more mm-hmm. steep or like st- straight. So I think it's about yeah. I think you're. It's about harnessing that that that. The motion of going forward on the plane. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it definitely has to fly through the air. Yeah. It has to be going in a direction. Yeah. You can't just lift straight up. It makes it lift. Yeah. Fuck. Damn planes are When did they invent planes? Like, when was the first plane? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, the Wright brothers, right? They invented yeah. the first plane, I think. Or maybe flew the first plane. I can think of all those, like, black and white clips of them, like, trying out, like, different Oh, God, designs. how brave were those fuckers, hey? Yeah. <laughs> those, like, rickety, like, three-wing, like, you know, it's got, like, oh, a yeah. stack of wings. Yeah. <laughs> They're just, like, who knows what kind of engines they have in them. It was, like, it was crazy fuckers who just, like, were, like, okay, I, it's possible. We're going to make a flying machine. And everyone yeah. else, like, you fucking wackos you're not gonna make a flying machine like what do you think you are no it's possible i swear then they like make all these like crap shoots that crash and burn and everyone's like yeah you fucking idiots go get a job they're like no we're gonna make this plane we're gonna make it work yeah and then they finally like made it work and now people just fly and just totally take Take it for for granted granted. 
it's amazing how quickly we like take it for granted and move yeah. on and build on to the next yeah. thing. It's just not exciting anymore. Yeah. The previous generation didn't even think it was possible, but now it's just boring. Yeah. We just took that one guy to like see it in his brain, these magical creation devices. Yeah. Brains. He just knew it was possible. Jeez. It's amazing actually talking thinking back about skating to where you can't it's really hard to do a trick unless you can actually picture yeah. the trick happening. Oh yeah. You know what like, I mean? If your brain can't comprehend you doing it, you can't really do it. Yeah. Like it's like progression happens so much faster once people could see like seeing other people do right. the tricks. Now you can make skating exactly. progress so much faster. It makes doing those things way easier. Yeah. Like before someone did like a three sixty to a grind, it was it was a joke. It was mm-hmm. like, no, you can't do that. Like, it's impossible. But then as soon as one person did it, and as soon as everyone could see that, it just became like, oh yeah, it's just something that we do. Piece of cake. Yeah. I still haven't learned that shit. Uh, not that I can do that, but... Yeah. <laughs> 360 to grinds. That's what? about where I started falling off. Yeah. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I tried hard for a while. I'm trying to 360 to grinds. I did a 360 soul in Randy's video. When that was. Oh, in the the Roll CA video. Hmm. You remember that? Three, three cubes six. in a cylinder. Yeah. Three cubes in a cylinder. You did a 360 soul. Yeah. Like on, what did you do it on? Um, Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders. Real that spot, right? Colonel, is that that's not, that's not Swift Current. It's Calgary. Calgary. Definitely yeah. skated there before. I'm kind of describe it to you. It's at a school with all the rails in Calgary. Yeah. Has kind of a funky run up where the run up, say, is straight and then the set of stairs is off to a little bit of an angle. So the rails, like, you're skating straight along the sidewalk, but all of a sudden the rail is angled at you a little bit. Right. And there's a little bump before it, but the rails are really, really low. It's not, they're not drop. Are they drop on the one there's side? There's no drop, no. It's grass on both sides. Stairs down the middle. Really low rail. Colonel It's Sanders. honestly like your knee high, probably. I've heard this name. Yeah. What other tricks have been done in videos on it? Um, man, good question. Colonel There have been lots of stuff in like really older videos. Oh, there were some tricks in, um, okay, buddy. It might have been you remember that I do like I think I do a true fish and then Dallas does a negative okay. fish I did Royale to Unity on yes, it yes that's the spot okay yeah. yeah that's the spot that is a nice rail was that okay buddy that video yeah nice yeah hey can I ask you about um, the first how to be unpopular sure what happened to the ping pong table the ping pong table yeah what ha- like <laughs> you whatever you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, we had a ping pong table <laughs> in uh, your basement. In my basement, I remember we had a night of drinking, and we woke up in the morning, and all the ping pong paddles were broken <laughs> because we were just like hitting each other with them. <laughs> nice, you just smashed them on each other. My parents were like, "Why are all the ping pong paddles broken?" Oh, because we were like hitting each other last night when we were wasted. I got pretty into ping pong. I can't remember what happened to that table. Exactly. I, I just remember there was like a scene in How to Be Unpopular where it was like 
an argument over like the ping pong table like <laughs> the legs are all loose on it and you're like what the fuck happened to the ping pong table yeah we we fucked that ping pong table <laughs> nice yeah that for a while that basement it was my basement that was like that was the party, party room yeah. yeah yeah we had a lot of good parties yeah the dog there. Yeah, looked like an old man. Yeah, sat at the table with the family at dinner. Yeah, had like a mustache and like a beard. Grumpy, so wise. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. legendary. Yeah, and the cat, Tunes's, Tunes's. Yeah, Yeah. legendary. God, yeah, had a section that was sick. Yeah, roof gap. Yeah, yeah, precision landing between the two posts. Yeah. Was awesome. That was uh, that was really innovative. That was the first time a cat had a, a section in a roll, but in video. Yeah. yeah, that was the first time. I remember when every skate video used to have a dog in it, at least once. Yeah, there used to be All a lot more dogs. Videos. Yeah, yeah. Better be a dog in the next mushroom blading. Yeah, yeah. Joey's got a dog now. Oh really? Yeah. His own dog? Yeah. What kind of dog? Oh man, oh, he told me. I don't know. Just I don't recently know dog you names. got it. Uh, yeah. Really cute, really really cute little dog. Is it a poodle? No, no, I don't know what it's called. What uh, does Nima still have that poodle? You no. ask Nima about that. No, no, he doesn't. Not that I know of. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe his parents do. Okay, I'm not sure. I can't remember seeing the poodle. Damn. But that was that was awesome. It's been good seeing Nima since I've been out here. Yeah. He's killing it in the roller skates. Oh my like. god, did you see him 720 out of the bowl? <laughs> yeah. And land it no problem. Easy. He probably 720 four or five times. Yep. No problem. No problem. He was... He but was, at that... Not the first cat, but the second cat in Calgary? He was like 720 over the box there. Yeah. No problem too. He was always really good yeah. at like transitions. Really good at vert. Really good at bowls. Yeah. Like amazing at bowls. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And now he's roller skating. Yeah. <laughs> what an interesting guy. So Sunday night skate, Nima yeah. brought that boombox. Yeah. You, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. He's got his, like, MP3 player hooked up to it. Yeah. He's playing, like, all those, like, jazzy swing tunes and stuff. Yeah. And we skated around the seawall, and he literally did not stop dancing the, the entire way. Wow. He would stop and take breaks, and he's still dancing. But, man, everyone was loving it. Music is key to those Sunday night skates, I think. Yeah. Everyone was loving it. Everyone that was watching, passing by, they're just, like, cheering on. He's just this, like... He's such a charming guy. Like, everybody loves Nima. He's such a charming guy. So cool. He's so, like, uh... He he just... He's genuine. He's, like, believing that. He is that guy that's dancing around on roller skates Mm -hmm. around the Mm seawall. Just loving it. He loves dancing. He really loves dancing. He got into dancing for a while. He like wasn't skating much, just dancing. And yeah, now it's he's like, like a, that was his thing. Dancing. He danced instead of, but I think that was his plan. Yeah. So he wanted to get into dancing and then like bring the two together, roller dancing. Yeah. Well, he always talks about like the similarities. Like rollerblading is r- basically just dancing. It's just moving your body in interesting ways, mm-hmm. maneuvering street objects. But like aggressive skating, it's dancing. Yeah. It really is dancing. There's a lot of possibilities with, like, combining dance movements. Well, I wonder about, like, adding, like, music into your skating. It's not like editing a skate video and, like, 
cutting the clips so they match the music, like actually skating to the music. Yeah. Like landing your grind and like beat and then like landing your trick and moving your feet along with the music. He was talking about that too, like not like not lining it up after the fact, but like listening to a certain song. Yeah. When you're doing the tricks and then having ideas for certain parts of the song and then trying to execute the trick like to that song. Yeah. Or like yeah, like in the rhythm. So you think that would work with like grinding? I think. And just like foot movements and stuff like that. Like you can yeah. listen to music and time like some switch ups along with the music or like jump on at the right time and jump off at the right time. You totally could do it. Yeah. Do you ever do that with juggling? I, ju- I like to juggle to music, for yeah. sure. Do you find yeah. that you're just in the zone, and now you're, like, juggling, and it's kind of flowing with the music? A little bit. Like, music can be such a good inspiration for, f- for physical movement mm-hmm. in such, like, an abstract way, like the same way dancing. Like, when you're listening to music, it, it inspires your body to move yeah. in different ways. And, yeah, that's the same thing with juggling. It's like a rhythm, and then a certain part of the song will, like just make you do something that you wouldn't have done otherwise yeah. if you didn't hear that sound. Like, sound is so powerful. Mm-hmm. It has such a, a powerful effect. I think sound has even a more of a powerful, more powerful emotional effect on people than, than visuals can. Like, sound is so potent. Mm-hmm. Hearing things, like, hearing that invisible... It's a, it's a vibration. It is, yeah. Your ears picking up. And it, yeah. Well, I guess that's kind of what all energy is, in a way. Vibration. It's a vibration. Movement. It's like a wave, or... Well, I guess light is an electromagnetic wave. Slightly different. Yeah. It maybe sounds, like, more primitive. It gets transferred through the air, and you can kind of feel it differently than when you see things. You know what I mean? Yeah. When your eyes are, like, interpreting electromagnetic rays, like, coming from the light bulb and, like, reflecting off you and reflecting off the table, allowing me to see these things, but it's something a lot different when you feel the sound. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, you can't feel sight, but you can feel sound. Yeah, that's true. Right? Like, there's a tangible feel to it. They say that, that even before a baby's ears are developed, that they can feel sound. Like, you feel sound even before you have ears. Right. Which makes well, sense. I mean, it is a physical vibration. Yeah. Like, um, I'm trying to think. Like, if you put earplugs in, I think you could f- still feel that there was sound. Yeah. Well, I mean, certainly a loud enough sound, right? You would feel because you would still feel hear it. vibration. But yeah, even if you were deaf, like talking about that person who was deaf. Yeah. You, would, you know what I mean? If the bass is rattling the floor, they would feel that. Yeah. And, and it transferred and, through the floor. And that sense would air. be ultra-heightened by the fact that you didn't have ears to rely on. You right. would rely on your sense of touch to, to feel vibrations, to feel noise. And I wonder if there's a way to deprive yourself of, like, a sense in order to heighten your other senses... Well, and temporarily. Then, yeah, but keep that heightened sense. Like, reintroduce, like, your... Say you cut out your hearing. Yeah. Now you can see awesome, or you can smell awesome, or you can feel awesome. That's an and, interesting thing that And people, then you cut it out. How quickly do you, like, lose that 
I think it is it's it is possible to exercise your senses. Like it it is possible to exercise your sense of hearing, for example. Um, and it's not even really exercising your sense of hearing; it's exercising your ability to focus on certain mm-hmm. things. Like if like if you're in a mall, for instance, and there's lots of different sounds going on, you can exercise like focusing and tuning out everything and focusing on one conversation. Like, eavesdropping is such a good way to, like, exercise your sense of hearing. Like, go to a mall, go to a food court, and sit down, have some lunch, and and just try to eavesdrop on one of the tables that are talking. I mean, it sounds creepy, but you're exercising your sense of of hearing, right? Yeah. Or sitting in a, a, a silent apartment and trying to just listen for, like, sounds coming from other areas of the apartments talking voices right and you can probably get better and better at hearing same thing with seeing right exactly that makes perfect sense practice yeah and it's all the focus really yeah that's the difference being able to focus but people don't really talk about that a lot they kind of just say oh well he's gifted with a good sense of hearing or my hearing's going or my sight is going people never talk about like well maybe you should Practice, practice hearing looking I think Leon t- t- told me that like he a doctor said he needed glasses or something mm-hmm. and then he just didn't and he he, uh, he said no I'll just try to see better <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he did he doesn't need, he doesn't use glasses what a guy he pulled that <laughs> off eh? yeah he's like well I'll just I'll just try harder <laughs> damn Makes me feel bad for wearing glasses. Well, like... But yeah, yeah. I've, I've noticed um, uh, speed bagging. Yeah. That I do, like, I have a more dominant eye. Like, I see better kind of this way. With my right... I see a little better with my right eye, maybe. Whoa. I tend to, like, almost look at things a little bit sideways. I don't know. Like, as if I'm turning my head. And now I'm looking at things more from my right side than my left side. Like, if I'm looking at you, I'd rather look this way than this way. Okay. So I'd rather look at you to the right than I would to my left. It's interesting. As you do that, I'm noticing that the eye that you're saying is the better eye is bigger. Really? I think it... Well, it's, like, more open. This one? Totally. Really? Yeah, it's bigger. Not the eyeball. No, no, but like the the opening, like the the black part. Just the the lids, the eyelids are yeah. They're just the left one's like more open. Stretch my eyes open. Like the left one helps. The left one looks a little lazy. Ooh, maybe. I get noticed that too. I have a lazy eye when I drink. I'll get one lazy eye. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just learning that about myself. Those speed. I'm kind of wondering if I could. Where can, that. where can people find that speed bagging video? Um, just on YouTube. I have like a YouTube channel, okay. Sean Unwin. So sure, on YouTube. Sean Unwin. I'm gonna throw that on the uh, the Mushroom Blading Facebook page. Okay. I was. Blown I got some newer videos. That. Oh, do you? Like a maybe a better one? Nice. Yeah. Um, it'd be cool if you put that on there. For sure. Yeah. Because you know when you're learning something and you're getting better every day and day, so like when you look back at like one from like a couple weeks ago, you're like, oh shit, that's old news. Cool. Like when you're first skating and you're getting yeah. better. Same kind of thing. How long have you been doing that? Um, Almost two years. 
Wow. Yeah, time's just flying by. That's interesting because I had never seen, like I obviously knew of speed bagging. Yeah. Like as a boxer. But that was the first time that I saw it, like you were doing like really like rhythmic, kind of like artistic, creative kind of things with it. Yeah, man, there's so much really you can do cool. with it. It's so fun. Yeah, and it's you're like really good so at it. so much fun. Yeah. But it's kind of a thing where you, when I was asking you about juggling, yeah, you talked about like that idea of being in the moment and now it just passes. You know when you're in the zone? Yeah. I feel like the speed bag's like the best way to get into the zone, for me at least. Yeah. I think something about the rhythmic sound, it kind of shuts off something in your brain and now all of a sudden you're just kind moving of like and you're hitting the speed bag but you're not even thinking. That. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I love that that feeling. So I watched the video and I'll be like, how the hell did I do that? Yeah. I don't even know what's going on. It looks really pleasurable. I would like to get a speed bag. Yeah, it looks you should. It's so much fun. So much fun. It's the yeah. best. Um, I've been kind of missing my speed bag, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to try and find one here in Vancouver. Yeah. So like just like a gym to go to, but uh, I've tried a few places and kind of gave up. I haven't been back on it. Yeah. Been too busy skating and doing other lots of fun stuff. Yeah. So I'll pick it back up when I get back to Calgary. Yeah, it's good to take breaks from things like I think that. It is, yeah. Totally. For sure. Helps you kind of renew your passion in it and kind of see it in a different way. Yeah. Like juggling, I'll go through crazy, like long stretches of time where I don't do it and then mm-hmm. I'll get like really into it and I'll do it every day. Yeah. And I'll stop. And... But I mean, you're in it for the long haul. That's like something you can for do sure. for the rest of your life. Yeah. And that's good training for your eyes and all of that too, oh, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love that. I'm so happy that I can do that. Like, <laughs> I just feel so lucky that I have that thing. Or you that, discovered. Like, Juggling. juggling. Yeah. It's How long have you been juggling for? Like, uh, like, I started juggling when I was like eight. Oh, really? Seven or eight, yeah. Oh, okay. So like, over 20 years. Nice. Yeah. And I always, yeah, I've done it for like 20 years straight. So yeah, now let's break it down a little bit. Yeah. There's different kinds of juggling. Yep. And you I, I just really ball like three juggling. ball. Three ball juggling, there's the, there's the most, uh, oper- there's the most uh, possibilities mm-hmm. with three ball because it's so simple. You're not juggling pins. You don't have to spin the pin and then grab it. Right. You're not juggling like eight balls and you're just concerned with keeping them up. I mean, I'd like to learn how to juggle a whole bunch of balls. Eight balls? Yeah. People do that? People juggle like, I don't know, 14, 15, like crazy. Wow. Yeah. But I just, I, most I can do is four. I just never got into, like, doing a lot of balls. I yeah. tried to learn five, um, but I can't. So your hand's just going like this? Yeah, it's just a rhythm. It's just, like, getting a rhythm down, and obviously you throw them a lot higher. You have to do it outdoors. You can't really do it in an apartment. You can't right. do 18 balls in a, an apartment. You're throwing them, like, really high. Yeah. So you just you find that rhythm, and... Similar, like if you're juggling three. Yep. You're just Similar to doing moving your hands a little more, and then the next. Yeah. But I just love with three. I can like I can put it on my head. I can put it by my back. I can cross my arms. I can yeah. You feel throw, like two up at the same time. I can like do two in one hand. I can bounce it off my forearm. I can bounce it off my knuckle. I can like it. It just feels like infinite combos and possibilities. 
It's nice. really flowy. So I'm just content doing that. I don't have much motivation to like learn how to juggle 15. Right. There's enough possibilities. Yeah. You only have one me. lifetime. Like, yeah. Just <laughs> focus on that. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, this was a long time ago when you and Joey went to Europe. Yeah. And you met up with juggling crews. That was really pivotal for me. In the juggling. Because I remember well, you came back and you're like, you're like, I'm going to be one of the best three ball jugglers. <laughs> like, you had some like goals laid out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because um, I juggled, yeah, before that, I juggled. But I'm, I wasn't nearly as good as I am now. But we, so we just randomly ran into this guy that was so good mm-hmm. at juggling in, in a park. I think we were in Amsterdam, and we just, like, smoked some weed legally in this park. Nice. And then, like, smoking this blunt, and then I looked over, and this guy was just, like, killing it with three balls. He was doing like all these really cool tricks that I had never done and never even seen. I was like blown away. And we went and talked to him. He like showed me a bunch of the tricks and stuff and showed me like what they were called and things like that. And then nice. up until that point, I felt like, yeah, I'm the shit. I'm really good. And then I saw him and I was like, I'm not good at all. This yeah. guy's like so much better than me. But I was so inspired and it was like, oh, there's all this new stuff to learn. Oh, wow. And then it's it was exactly what we were talking about. Like, when you see something, you know, it becomes a lot easier to do it yourself. Yeah, your brain can now comprehend it. Yeah. Or you and can you see it in your brain it's possible. Yeah. And then you naturally get better just by watching someone else, which is fucked up. But that's exactly what happened. And then I got way better after seeing him. Awesome. Yeah. And they have, like, juggling videos. Yeah. Like I started watching videos? like juggling videos. Um, <laughs> Where they have like crews with different sections. Yeah. There's some, Do they? There's some pretty good... No, it's a pretty solo thing. Yeah. And I go to juggling clubs sometimes. Oh, juggle yeah, yeah, yeah. with the people. They're really weird usually. People that are really into juggling. Yeah. They're like really weird characters. There's a... Um, like an annual meetup for like speed baggers. Really? Yeah. It's like nice. called Speed Speed Bag, I guess. Yeah. And the bag's being an acronym for like Bangers Annual Gathering. Wow. Something like this yeah. in uh, New Jersey. Wow. So I want to go sometime, actually. Fuck yeah. That'd be <laughs> so fun. So do you watch videos of like Speed Baggers? Yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. Do you watch like and I'm like tricks and joined stuff. the like Speed Bag message board. Cool. Yeah, I was kind of on like a solo mission for a while. Yeah. I think... My dad had a speed bag when I was really young. So wow. I think that's probably what, like, planted the seed, and I just always wanted to be able to do it. Yeah. So then just when I had a chance, like, I had a house that I could mount a speed bag in, I, like, took the first chance I could and nice. made the goal of hitting it five minutes a day. Yeah. Just to get used to it. And stuck with it. Started getting pretty good at it. I'm like, okay, there's got to be more. And I had seen videos on YouTube of other guys doing it. So I had kind of learned from watching those, but then I found like this whole community of speed baggers. Whoa! It's funny. I always compare it to skating, but it's a lot the same kind of way. A same lot kind of the community. same, yeah. Where you start out and, and you have a kind of limited view on it, like oh, your friends do it. You don't even like when I started skating, I didn't even know there was videos. Yeah. I just oh, my friends, my two friends do it, and it looks like they're having fun. Mm-hmm. That's all I knew was what Joey and Colin were doing. Yeah. Oh, it's Joey does those 360s off the curve. That looks sweet. Yeah. I want to do that. I want to go roll down to the school and 
jump around. And that was skating. In my head, that was it. You know, just like speed bag for you is just hitting hitting your dad's bag. Yeah. That's it. And then you get into that and then you when you realize that there's this there's all these other people doing it and they can do all these tricks, like, whoa, like that's that is just so inspiring and that kinda keeps you interested in it and then Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. That's why the the that's why technology is so awesome. The the ability to just go online and see things mm-hmm. is gonna make the human race it's gonna change the human race. It's gonna make us like get better at things quicker. It's gonna make us like obviously way smarter. Like kids who wanna get into something, they have endless inspiration. Oh yeah. They have just years of like people masters doing it and yeah. they can just watch it's so much easier to get better at things like for all those reasons yeah and you can just like seek out information on this and it's so readily available that there's more information than you could ever possibly consume yeah and so quick yeah so quick so like getting a book and having to read the whole book without like searching a keyword or searching like how you can just search like how to ollie I can find like for, I got a skateboard recently, and I was like, I have to learn how to ollie. And I, right away, I found a video of Chad Muska teaching me how to ollie, Mike Vallely teaching me how to ollie. Mm-hmm. Twenty years ago, I would have had to know those guys yeah. to get like a private lesson, you know. And now I just, oh, it's incredible. Seek it out. I oh, love okay. YouTube for that. I it's just amazing. constantly use YouTube for that stuff. Yeah. Like anytime I'm in the kitchen cooking or something like that. Yeah. What do you want to know how to do? Oh, yeah. It's all there. Right there. Any kind of recipe. You don't even have to, like, read the recipe. You can, like, watch somebody do it. They show you exactly what to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Give you the tips. Yeah. You're just like, okay, what's going to be the best way for me to cut this onion? Yeah. I want to learn how to cut onions really good. <laughs> yeah. And I've honestly done that. Watched yeah. YouTube videos, and now you can practice a few times, and now I can you cut a vegetable. Watching someone doing it. It's yeah. the best way to learn. It's so yeah. much better than reading words. It's like, watch someone do it watch them explain as they're doing it it's amazing right. when I was doing renos I, so so much of the stuff we had never done putting in hardwood putting in tile putting in like yeah incredible it's just like the night before we or yeah we would just spend an evenings watching some YouTube videos and then like figure out the, the materials that we need and then like uh, go get the materials and step by step like okay this is this is Dave. We're putting in hardwood floor. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's do it. I've watched those videos too. I love it. Yeah. It's the best. It's read a good book? time to be alive. You'd have to be like so motivated <laughs> to like read a book. Oh, I know. I'm not I'm that motivated. Spend like a month like reading this book before I put in hardwood. Fuck that. Yeah. Where do you even get these books? Yeah. Go to the library go through one of those like alphabetized like little things with the paper spend like half hour just finding the book and then check it out to get a library card carry that big heavy book around with you yeah (laughs) not my style fuck that there is something cool about I guess going to the library and checking out a book yeah I do kind of a more like romantic non-practical way yeah there's a certain pleasure that you get out of like reading a really good book. Yeah. Um, it does. It just takes. It takes more effort and more focus than obviously than just watching something. 
Yeah. It's a more prim- primitive technology, but it but it delivers something satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like I've talked about this like a million times, but I read Gerald's game when I had a hurt knee, so I was like bedridden basically. And I'm reading this book about uh, this woman who is having these freaky sex with her husband. Nice. And they're out in the cabin in the middle of nowhere. And she's handcuffed to the bed. And then she kicks him. It gets carried away. Um, and he starts being kind of an asshole. And then basically like starts to like rape her. Even though okay. she, well, she's his wife. It's impossible to rape her. But right. anyway, she, she's not into it. She's all mad. <laughs> And she's like, stop it, stop it. And she kicks him, but she kicks him in the balls. And he dies right there. And, and she's just cuffed to this bed. So the whole book, Ooh. it's brilliant. It's a Stephen King book. That's a- I highly recommend it. It's amazing. The whole book is her just like stuck to this bed. And that was like such an amazing experience for me because I was actually stuck to a bed too. Like I couldn't walk. And I was living in a crack house. I was stuck in this crack house and I couldn't walk. Where were you living? Uh, in Kamloops. In a crack house. In a crack house. It was winter and we didn't have okay. heat. It was very cold. And I was, I had a hurt knee and I was reading Gerald's game. And I Who could were just you living with? Mason. Okay. Just you and Mason? Uh, and a crack dealer. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was a crack house. <laughs> yeah, he was oh dealing crack. Oh my God. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> have you ever smoked crack? No. No, okay. But, like, we were helping this guy out, right? Like, this guy, like, he, he, uh, he had recently gotten a divorce, didn't have a place to live, and he, he, he was a really good guy. Me and Mason and Joey actually went to his, uh, wedding reception. Yeah. Uh, he was super funny, super nice guy, but he was having a hard time, was divorced from his wife, and he's like, man, I got nowhere to go, can I, can I stay with you guys for, like, couple weeks before I get on my feet. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, sure, you know. Um, but then shortly after he moved in, he, he, uh, he, like, patched things up with his gang that he was in, and then started dealing crack again. He patched things up with the, the gang? Or with, like, He should have worked on his, like, relationship with his wife. <laughs> his, like, gang relationships. Oh, I don't know, yeah, <laughs> Like, but yeah, anyways. Yeah, he started dealing crack again. Like, oh, oh, so you do oh, crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you guys don't mind, do you? Like, <laughs> so all these shady characters started coming over, and I w- we would come home, and then be like, people smoking crack on the couch and shit. And, oh, um, did you feel comfortable, or how, what was that like? Um, Stressful? It was such a weird time, because Mason was moving, like, in a few months, and I would... I, it was temporary, the whole thing, the whole living situation right. felt temporary. Yeah. So we didn't have the motivation to, like, um, say, like, fuck you, you're not dealing crack in our house, get out of here. Like, we were just like, uh, oh, whatever, he's dealing crack, we'll be out of here in a couple months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the, there's no heat, we're freezing cold, we can see our breath, like, it was really cold, it was like a vicious cold, no heat, um, oh, whatever. Did you guys have heaters? We would, uh, turn on the oven. And just leave the door of the oven on. Yeah. And then we also had a fireplace. And Mason would go around to the different balconies and, like, steal firewood. And then we would, like, have fires. Yeah. Like, it was kind of fun. It was, like, camping out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That would be fun. It was fun, but like the whole situation went to shit. Like crack, people smoking crack, and so cold. And then I hurt my knee, and I was stuck in my bed, like upstairs, while everyone was downstairs smoking crack. I was reading Gerald's game. It was really sweet. Jeez. But that was like what a scene. Such a good book. Well, yeah. yeah, we got out of there. Good memories of it. Got out of there alive. I think I got like a bunch of my shit stolen. Uh, my iPod, my juggling balls, got stolen your by a guy named balls. Whiskey. Really? I don't think that was his real name. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Maybe. And I was like, "Fuck this! I'm out of here." There was a guy I played hockey with, and he had uh, two twin younger brothers. Yeah. And one was Coke, and the other one was Kane. <laughs> Classy. Yeah, like, you gave your kid a good chance. Yeah. Nice job. Good <laughs> parenting. Kane. Well, that's yeah. honest about where they come from. Cocaine right? probably produces a lot of fucked up kids. Fuck, I could imagine. Yeah, cocaine. I can't believe how um, common it is. Like it's, cocaine? Yeah. It seems like... It's gotten way more acceptable. Like, when did really? cocaine become an acceptable drug to do? I guess, you, like, Did you ever, certain... ever notice that? Did you get um, that feeling? I've never really hung out with a lot of people, like, doing cocaine. No, I mean, me neither. In, certain, in some circles, like, it's just, like, pretty normal. Yeah. But, uh, Maybe my awareness has changed, not the actual yeah. usage of cocaine. I don't know. I kind of had that feeling for the last five, six years. It just hmm. seems like it's way more acceptable now. Interesting. But maybe that's just because I'm more aware of it. Yeah. I'm just really against cocaine. I just, like, it's expensive and it's short-lasting and it just makes you feel really cool. <laughs> From what I know, it, that just sounds like the grossest drug ever. I want a drug to, like, let me know how fucking lame I am. Really? I don't want to feel cool. <laughs> well, alcohol's the one, then. <laughs> alcohol alcohol is the worst drug man it's, it has its benefits but it is the worst drug it definitely has its benefits I love drinking I love alcohol mm-hmm. but I've been I've been not drinking for a little while I I like it I like I like sobriety Sean mm-hmm. it's good I've been like not I've been drinking like a giant beer before bed <laughs> nice the last like three nights in a row yeah but that's my problem is if I have beer around, then I just want to drink it. Yeah. I don't know why. If it's not there, then I don't think about it. I don't normally have it around at home, but like if I have a couple beers in the fridge, yeah. I always want to have one. So at the end good. of the day, just like chill out and have a beer. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's the best. Very satisfying. Yeah, I love it. love the taste of it. But... So many... So hard on you. I mean, I guess it does have some positive health benefits too. I'm not so sure about beer, but you talk about red wine having lots yeah. of antioxidants in it from For like sure, the dark colored grapes yeah. and the, the, the grape skin, right? Yeah. In moderation, I don't in think. In moderation. I definitely don't think it's bad. I think what I need to start doing is just like not drinking a lot, but then once in a while just getting really fucking pissed. Yeah. That's I think the that's way the way it. to do drugs. I don't think, like... Like, when you just have one or two, 
you're not really getting that benefit of just like opening up your soul and being hammered. You might as well, instead of having like one or two like every night or like a few times a week, don't drink for like two months. Limit yourself to binge. getting loaded six times a year. Every two months, get fucking trashed. But don't drink again. Don't touch the stuff for another two months. Don't get into a mode where you like. I've got, I've gotten into a mode sometimes like where I kind of felt like I had to have like a couple drinks like before doing this podcast. Like oh I would, really? I was like kind of get nervous, and then, well, I just felt like oh I'll be like more open. It is or a weird I'll be thing. More, I'll be more interesting if I, like, have some drinks. Right. And that became a habit, like, of, of thinking, like, oh, I'm going to do better. Yeah. But really, I just felt better about myself, but I was slurring my words. I, was, I wasn't as coherent, you know. Right. <laughs> I wasn't turning out as good, but you just felt more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I felt like when I stopped drinking, just felt better to approach it sober. Yeah. Know. But it's like you get in the habit of it. You get in the habit of it and then if you don't have any beer and you're going to do a podcast maybe you get like a little bit of anxiety thinking like oh shit I don't have any beer I won't have a beer before. But once you get into it you totally forget about it. Yeah. Right? For sure. Exactly. And then it's like so once you better. get past that tiny bit of urge yeah. to have it yeah. and just move on then you don't even think about it. Yeah. Or if you can substitute for something else. Yeah. Like if you're trying to quit drinking coffee, like maybe switch to like a tea or something. Yeah. So you still get that feeling of going to Starbucks and like getting something. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good yeah. feeling. Yeah. Treating yourself. And it's, I like just walking to Starbucks. Yeah. To get a coffee. Or getting Me too. something. Like yes. going for a walk in the morning. Yeah. It feels great. But it's nice to have, like, a mission to, like, go out and do something. I feel like you're doing something if you're going to get yeah. a coffee. I love the effects of coffee. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, I don't get, like, a, a crash. Like, people talk about crashing on coffee. I don't crash. No? No. I don't, I don't, that doesn't exist for me. No? I, I drink it, I feel energized, and I just feel energized, like, all day. Perfect. Well, if you're using it for its benefits yeah. and not like overusing it, that's the way to do it. Yeah. For sure. I find um, it's easy though to like build up to like drinking not just one coffee in the morning, but now you're drinking like two or three. Do you ever get into that kind of a habit where your consumption keeps going up? Keeps going up. And then you have to cut back and your consumption goes up. That happens to me with alcohol. Oh, okay. It's like the more I drink alcohol, then it's like a, an exponential growth of the amount of alcohol and how often I consume it. Mm-hmm. Like, like I was just in a habit of just like every weekend, every weekend I would get my beer, and then like even during the week sometimes I would go get a six pack. Like obviously in comparison to like real alcoholics, it's not like I was drinking that much. No, but in my own to my own standards, I was like I was drinking like pretty consistently. Yeah. You know, like getting hammered like a couple days a week and then having a few beers like another couple days a week. Man, know? I'm so glad those days have passed. <laughs> you remember those hard drinking days? Oh my God. Me and Mason, one winter, we would have an o- a 40 of OE every night. Whoa. 
Every, every night? Every night for a whole winter. Wow. <laughs> it was pretty... If you think about what... Did you guys have heat that winter? Yeah. Okay. We were good. in a nice place that, that year. It's funny that me and Mason lived in, like, a super shithole crack house, and mm-hmm. we also lived in, like, a really beautiful apartment with, like, the pimpest view. Yeah, I remember I your apartment. UK. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Really remember nice. when Mason left that joint in the lighter right there? That's so nice of him. I was thinking today of how cool it would be, like, if you just went to the bank and took out, like, a whole bunch, like, a couple hundred bucks in fives, and then you just, like, sprinkled them all over the city. Oh, yeah, you're just, just like, like, spreading joy. Yeah, just, like, I mean, it's five bucks, but, like, if you when you, if you find five dollars on the ground, how good does that feel? That feels just, awesome. Like, that makes your whole five day. Bucks, like, holy shit, I found five bucks, that's sweet. Like, it just brightens up your day. Yeah. You know? And you can just, like... Brighten up 20, 20 people's day uh, for a hundred bucks. Yeah, it's worth it. More Depending, people, more I people should do that. Yeah, other people should do that, so I can find the five bucks. <laughs> yeah, well, just putting it do. out there. Just doing my part. But you put it out there in other ways. Yeah, you spread the love, the exactly. happiness. Put a joint in the lighter somewhere for someone to discover. <laughs> brighten someone's day. <laughs> right. Perfect way to think about it. Or it'll get some eight-year-old really fucking stoned. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Some little kid smokes an entire joint to himself. Yeah. I remember when I first discovered smoking. <laughs> Me and my friend Stu. We that was fun. Oh, Stu the Jew? Stu the Jew. Oh, yeah, that guy's awesome. I love yep. Stu the Jew. Yeah. How many kids does he have? I think two or three. Damn. Yeah. Rockin' and rollin'. But how old are his kids? They're old, aren't they? Probably older now, yeah. I think his oldest is like four or five, oh, maybe okay. older. Okay, yeah. yeah, up there. But we we would go and find roaches, and then like smoke uh, cigarette roaches. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, the first sound was like, okay, I'm gonna inhale. Like here we <laughs> I go. Just, I, just, I sucked it in, and I had this mouthful of smoke, and then I just go, just swallow. Oh. <laughs> and Stu's like, no, 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 that's <laughs> not how you do it. How shitty did you feel after that? I, I can't remember. It was quite a while ago. You but I remember feeling like a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to swallow. Is that what swallowed? Smoke. That's what you thought you had to do? That's how what I do? Yeah. Uh, I guess I I didn't... Damn. We should do that sometime for a little time. I didn't sake. consider the definition of inhale. I just thought like, okay, you get it in, so you swallow. I don't know. Yeah. Damn, I remember when, like, smoking cigarettes was a priority. It was about grade eight. <laughs> you remember grade eight? Yeah. Good times. <laughs> grade eight. First year of high school. Oh, really? Grade eight was first year of high school for oh, okay. us. okay. We, we had junior high. Oh, really? So, elementary to grade six, seven, eight, nine, junior high. Oh, okay. 10, 11, 12 was high school. Yeah. I think, well, we had, like, I think it was called junior and senior um, so I but I think the, the year that I went was the first year that it was all joined into one like one school we mm-hmm. had 8 to 12 so it was just high big school big high school then yeah Campus. it was pretty big a couple thousand kids probably yeah were there lots of rollerbladers there were so many rollerbladers yeah what the hell hey there used to yeah. be so many man fingers crossed it's coming back and I'm gonna be selling the skates yeah bringing it back that would, that's pretty crazy that it was like that. Like all my friends, 
all my friends rollerbladers. Yeah. And why couldn't that happen again? It seems kind of like it is, in a way. Things are really coming around. You and Joey talked about that on episode 100. Joey especially was like bringing up the idea that things have come like full circle for him. And how he's like ready to commit himself back to skating. Yeah. Or, not that he hasn't been, but like just rejuvenated in that way. Yeah. And then just when you look around at the society, you really see the same kind of signs. You see like similar fashion. You know, like, maybe not, oh... I don't know. I've seen, like, kids come to the shop yesterday with, like, mushroom cuts. Yeah. Stuff like this. I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I remember mushroom cuts. Yeah. This shit is coming back. Oh, of course. So with skating. Just put a bowl on that head and shave around. Yep. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's a. It, we fell in love with it. Why couldn't other people fall in love? Yeah. Other people can fall in love with it the same way yeah. we did. Think of how much exactly. pleasure we, we got from, like, Exactly. Meeting up with our friends and just skating. Like, it's, it's amazing. Exactly. And it's pretty affordable. Oh, and there's all these skate parks. That's the crazy thing. And there's just more and more being built. Yeah. It's like the cities are just like... Like, those are the playgrounds of the future. Tons of kids just go to the skate park now. Yep. And a lot of them are riding scooters. Nowadays, yep. like, scooters are just blowing up. Oh, yeah. And... All those kids that are going to skate parks, all those kids on scooters, kids on skateboards, those are kids on bikes. Those are all like potential rollerbladers. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of them like getting the right inspiration. And I mean, not everyone is going to enjoy rollerblading, but a lot of the kids would just love it. Yeah, hockey well, players. Exactly. It's over. It's like they can skate. They so can many. go into banks. Like wow, it's like hockey, but like there's like quarter pipes and like banks and I can do grinds and like it's like your world is just gonna get blown yeah for someone that plays hockey jeez and then to think about skating yeah actually Wednesday night when we were at the skate park in Maple Ridge sweet skate park have you been there uh yeah yeah very sick there was exactly kids on bikes that played roller hockey and they were all about it asking us about our skates that was so cool do you know what really impressed them was like riding down the stairs like an yeah. eight set. Yeah. We were doing it a bunch, just playing around different ways to do it, looking over your opposite shoulder, and we were just messing around. That is really they were impressive so intrigued. They're like, is that hard to do? What are you doing? <laughs> and it's funny, because any one of them could do it, no problem, but I'm sure if they could skate, they could probably do it. Yeah. It's just a scary thing to, like, roll up to a set of stairs and then believe that you're going to, like, roll down them. Yeah. Because in your mind, you just think you're going to, like, face plant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just getting over the, the, the yeah there is time. kind of a strange like scary commitment to it especially if you're going down like a big set because you're like okay here yeah. I go no Man. turning back now or else I'm falling down these stairs yeah oh fuck I won't I, I can't I don't stair ride like long sets like you did the, all those sets at the library yeah so much fun and Joey does like really long stair ride sets like just so comfortable but I fuck that's scary mm-hmm. that's so scary I'd rather jump 30 stairs than stair ride 30 stairs Man, if you watch some like the old videos like early rollerblading stuff really early early rollerblading stuff there's guys doing like crazy yeah. stair riding and like gapping like large sets or like gapping into large sets yeah like 18 days like bottom line yeah people doing those big like 180s 
into like long ass sets. Yeah. Of yeah. I don't. I haven't got the guts up to try that stuff. Yeah. Shit. I know. That would be so amazing if someone, like, imagine like if Broscow did like a huge five forty over like like a two hundred set, but landed like on the on the thirtieth stair <laughs> down and just like long ass stair ride. Yeah. That'd be mind blowing. Um, so sick. Have you been to Rec Beach? Yeah. Apparently there's like a 400 stair set down to Rec Beach. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen the stairs. Leon was telling me. Yeah. He wants to ride the whole thing. Well, no, he didn't actually mention that. He was just talking about how his girlfriend's legs were sore from climbing up the stairs. Oh, shit. But I just got my mind thinking, like, imagine gapping into a set like that. Or just yeah. even riding that set. That'd be fun. Getting towed by a car and doing like an Eric Perquette size, like 180, and then onto like 50 stairs, yeah, and riding it, yeah. That's precision, though. That's, you that's gotta the, be ready the to land of inline skating. I think so, yeah. I think we'll start seeing that stuff. It's cr- it's it's exciting to think about what we'll see, like, what, what will the pros of like 2060 look like? Like, what kind of skating will those people be doing? Couldn't even imagine. Yeah. It'll be something like, we can't even imagine it. The technology yeah. will be totally different. What is considered, like, acceptable and cool and, like, the, the standard kind of tricks. Yeah. Who knows, right? Or, like, rollerblades not even be in the vocabulary. On wheels. Hovers. Yeah. Hover, hover. Shoes. Yeah. Finally, hover shoes. Yes. What the like fuck? Always promised. Yeah. It'll just be like It's not as satisfying, I don't think. If you there have, is like, a feeling boots. of rolling, like yeah. feeling the ground. You feel it's that vibration. You feel it in your whole body. Yeah. You know? That um what so do you think? Like, of, like a natural extension of your body. Yeah. It's like human beings just technology is Know, part of being human, using tools. Yeah. And rollerblades just seem like a simple tool. It's like almost a natural it makes, thing. It makes you like a superhero. It is, yeah. Rollerblades. Totally. That's why I tell all the kids at school when we're yeah. teaching them, like, it's like you're a superhero. Yeah. No more friction. You just become this fast, like, you're, you're, you're flying. It's, a, it's close to flying, that feeling of flying. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, you really are riding along off the, the ground. Along the ground. It's beautiful. I'm happy I found that too. Yeah. Holy I love shit. that you can land backwards. Rolling backwards is such a good feeling. Yeah. Such a good feeling. That's what really separates it for me in a lot of ways. Because there's no other sports where landing backwards or doing things like that. You know, like landing backwards is almost more natural than landing forwards. It's yeah. just easier to like get your base, your body positioning is easier. Like, that's not the case in, like, snowboarding or skateboarding, because you're not really landing backwards, you're landing sideways, just yeah. the other way. Yeah, you can't land Skiing, backwards. Skiing, you can kind of land backwards, so it's somewhat that's similar. That's probably the closest. Yeah, but, like, in your shoes, you can't run and jump a set of stairs and land backwards in your shoes. No. Because you just stick and fall. Yeah. <laughs> it's, unless you're going to do a backwards roll, I guess, but... On a bike, you can. But it's not the same. It's not, it's not same. better to land backwards than it is forwards. Right. Something, yeah, landing, like, I'd much rather 180, like, a big set than yeah. straight air. Yeah. So, like, the impact, there's not as much impact if you're landing backwards. Yeah. But I want to really 
practice and train landing softly on my skates. Yeah. I was thinking about that last time we were skating about how I'm terrible at like landing forwards, like actually uh, landing in a squat. Mm-hmm. Like you see, who am I thinking? That that Michael Narlinghouse, how he he skates with such a good posture. He has like the best posture in mm. rollerblading. His his back is always like straight to yeah. the ground, and he'll John B also he'll really bend his legs. John Bellino, John Bergeron, John Bergeron. Oh yeah, he perfect had, posture. Always he had really like, good posture. Yeah. Beefy chest. Yeah, he'll kick you. Shoulders and back. He's like yeah 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 yeah. Amazing dexterity with his legs. Yeah. Slap you and kick you in the head, no problem. And Rob G has really good posture. Yeah. But I like land, I barely even bend my knees. I just like bend my lower back and I've just like learned how to like control it like that, but it's like so bad. Oh. <laughs> Especially I never really noticed that. Maybe I'm just being hard on myself, but I don't bend my knees. But I mean, enough. it's important to like be critical of yourself yeah, and like, yeah. try and improve that stuff because like. You want to be able to skate for as long as possible. Oh, totally. So making those small corrections makes a big difference for, like, the future. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been really trying to land forwards, but land, like, toe-heel and, like, absorb the... Interesting. That's so weird. Impact. I never thought to land toe-heel. Yeah, kind of like... That's what you do when, like, if you're doing parkour, or, like, that's what they teach you to do. Yeah. Is land toe-heel. That's, like, kind of a natural shock absorber for your body. Huh. Like, the guys are really good at it. They'll land toe-heel and then, like, forward roll out of, like, a big gap if they're jumping something yeah. on their shoes. Um, so I think the same principle applies on your rollerblades. Hmm. But now you have the natural momentum carrying you forward, which makes it less impact. And then if yeah. you can really absorb it, landing toe-heel, I think that's... I don't know. I'm working on it. Yeah. I think that's the way to do it, though. Interesting. Like, landing smooth, making, like less noise as possible yeah but it's hard because it's hard for the longest time if when you land a trick you gotta stomp that shit yeah <laughs> like that's such a bad idea though it's like slamming your feet into the ground just to show yeah. you that you landed it I'm such a stomper I like that I just stomp it's a good feeling it can be it can just be a really bad feeling it's just like a big shock going through your whole body. Mm-hmm. If you land like a big drop and you just like don't really absorb it, you just burn like <sighs> stomp it like a warrior. Yeah. And it's just like your balls hurt, <laughs> your back hurts, and you're like, yeah, I did it. Yeah, where you get the satisfaction <sighs> of doing it. Now I'm going to go bathe in ice. Ice baths. Do you do that? I do cold. I do contrast therapy. Yeah. As best as I can. It's it's painful to go into cold cold water. Cold I was experimenting with it for a while, but it's it's a hard one to do. Like cause it sucks getting into the cold bath like that. Yeah. I like to like an ice bath. I don't even. I don't think it's as effective. But I'll I'll just do like cold in the shower. Yeah. And do that as long and then hot and then cold then hot and just go back and forth yeah and I find that really helps it's like yeah I've heard that that's really good can't and remember what the reasoning was well heat expands and cold contracts so it's kind right. of if you think about it it's just like massaging your blood vessels that's mm. kind of how I think about it I don't know but if it's if it's cold 
your whole, all your blood vessels are contracting. Everything in your body right. is contracting. And then you're, and then hot. So it's instantly like opening mm-hmm. and then closing. And it's like that, the dramatic shifts and going back and forth a few times. I think it, I don't know, it just loosens you up. Yeah, it kind of like stimulates the blood flow and it probably like increases circulation. That makes perfect sense yeah. actually. I find it helps me sleep. I'll do it like before I go to bed. Plus I think if you get cold, your blood kind of like leaves your extremities and like goes to like the core of your body. Yeah. And it can probably like, like, um, yeah, is that like what re- can replenish itself nicely yeah. on the inside and then it can kind of like refuel your, I don't know, I didn't really word that properly. You know what I'm saying well, though? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, your, your body naturally, like if you're really cold, your, your heat will like, and your blood will go around your organs. Right. Because your organs and stuff need to be warm. Right, so it probably cleanses then, your blood, and then, like, you yeah. warm up, and then that, like, brings that nice cleansed blood out to the rest of your body. Yeah. Well, that would make sense. Yeah. Maybe do that tonight, maybe. Yeah. Nice blast of cold while I'm having a shower. Yeah. So what's good. your method? Um, first, I take care of business, you know, soap, shampoo, okay. all that normal stuff. Um, and then I just go cold and just... Try to do it Muscle as long it. as I can stand it. Yeah. I hate it, but like it does feel good afterwards. Mm-hmm. Just cold for as long as I can, then hot for as long as like for a minute or so. Mm-hmm. Back to cold. Try to get it all over your whole body. Try to just get your temperature as low as you can, and then as high as you can, and then low as you can. Just so do you do it like forth. a couple oh, times? Yeah, a few times. Okay. So no set Maybe, routine? No. You don't do it five if, times? No, if I'm in a rush, like in the morning, I just do it once even. Okay. I'll just like take my shower and then go really cold for a little bit, and then hot, and then I'm out. If I'm, I have some more time, maybe three, four, four times, five times. Like if I skated really hard or if I blasted my pecs really hard at the gym, then I'll... You still work out? <laughs> yep. Nice. Yeah. Not nearly as much as I used to. No. Like maybe once a week I'll do upper body. Hmm. So more lower body now. Oh really? More cardio. Well, you do that. You said you do the squats and stuff yep. like that. Oh, so you go to like do treadmill or something? Yep. Go to the gym downstairs. Oh yeah, you got one in the building. Good deal. That's convenient. Oh yeah. It's nice. Like you got to to have that kind of a lifestyle. You have to really make it convenient. Oh. So otherwise, you don't stick with it. Like it's fine. Like oh, no. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do this and that. Well, unless you have a lot of time. Ass. Some people have time to, like, go to the gym every day. I don't have that kind of time. Yeah. I'm a busy man. I just pop down to the gym downstairs. Perfect. Work out for, like, short, like, 20 minutes. I don't fuck around. Yeah. Go really hard for 20 minutes. Get a really good workout. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. Yeah, I got a uh, chin-up bar in the house. Perfect. Love that. Jeez. Yeah, Chin-up bar. Um, And then speed bag. Nice, yeah. And then... Ashley has, like, a treadmill. We recently got, like, a... Have you ever seen that Chuck Norris Total Gym, I think it's called? It's like a... Um, it's like it's cables. Type, type yeah, it's like... Like it's, the Bowflex? It's kind of like a Bowflex. Can I describe it? You kind of lay on a board. Yeah. And it slides along a track. Yeah. And you're controlling it with, like, cables there. You're right. moving with your yeah. arms, so you're, like, you know, you're doing, like, a fly, and you're using your body weight as you pull yourself up the track. Yeah, we got one, adjust one, the one of those downstairs. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. So I haven't really messed around with that too much. Yeah, I haven't really used it much, but it looks 
pretty good. Yeah, it seems like you could do a lot with it. Yeah. 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 But, I don't know. I find that I just start speed bagging, and that's all I want to do. Forget about yeah. the other stuff. <laughs> it's tough to, like, from doing, like, rollerblading and, like, juggling, and it's hard to just go and, like, just run on a treadmill. Yeah. Like, just, like, it's necessary sometimes. Like, if I can't get out and do other things, then I'll hit you the have treadmill. You have to use up that energy yeah. somehow but it is boring I mean in comparison to things that you're combining like thought and rhythm into it yeah. it's not just like a raw like dumb force like I believe that there's like intelligent strength and there's intelligent cardio levels like and there's dumb strength where yeah you can lift something really big but you can't play a sport or you can't combine that with thought like Mm -hmm. I believe strongly in the mind body like connection you're gonna have that coordination yeah just combining thinking and being creative with something that's physically hard yeah it has a lot of power yeah Yeah. I think that's probably what the focus should be like if you're training to like do something you want to make sure it's a useful functional strength yeah yeah that's why I like doing like chin-ups and stuff like that. I don't know. You're running on the treadmill is hard, so it is quite boring. Yeah. I don't but know. It's good, of, like, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I did lots of running last summer. Thought I would give it a try. Yeah. My hypothesis was that running is a natural human thing. Yeah. You know, sort of survival technique. Talked yeah. about, like, how early humans would just run down animals until they died of exhaustion. Yeah. Like, humans are kind of, like, natural endurance runners. Yeah. I don't know if that's totally true, but that was kind of my hypothesis. Where I was like, I'm going to get into this running. There's and something about it was running. somewhat satisfying, but I, I don't know. I felt a little bit jacked. Knees got sore. Hips got sore. I don't know. I guess you got to find the right spot. I was running quite a bit. Training yeah. for, like, a half marathon. Wow. Yeah. Half marathon? 22 kilometers? Holy shit. Yeah. So I did one of those. How long did that take you to run 22 kilometers? It was two hours and two minutes. Holy shit. So that's really average. Yeah. But I don't know. I thought that was pretty good. It was crazy. When I was doing this actual run, it was in Canmore. And I ran probably three kilometers. And the way the track was set up was kind of like a figure eight. So I'm running in one direction. I go along three kilometers. And I see another guy coming back on the other side of the track and I'm like okay well the turnaround must be just up around the corner the turnaround was like not for another like four kilometers something like that so the time I had ran three this guy had run like twelve whoa <laughs> yeah I, by the time I had run three he had run like nine kilometers or something yeah and he was just hauling ass wow I was like oh my god that guy is a freak shit yeah those hardcore runners are like straight up freaks I don't know how the hell they do it yeah, there's a very specific body type for, like, long-distance runners yeah. that are, like, at the top of the game. Like, yeah. super, super lean, very thin, like, exoskeleton mm-hmm. ant, ant-type ant characters. Mm-hmm. Like, big ants. <laughs> and they have no joy in their heart whatsoever. They just run. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they must get some joy out of it. Oh, yeah. For sure. I think there is... Like a chemical that's released in your brain. They talk about like runner's high. Oh yeah. Got it. Oh yeah. I never got there. Yeah. I never really felt this runner's high. 
There's people that get addicted to running. They just love it. They just love to run. Yeah. It's hard on your knees, that constant... Oh, yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. Rollerblading's much easier on your knees. Unless you're dropping from highs. Unless you're doing what we do. Right, exactly. (laughs) Unless you're smashing your knees directly into things. Yeah. (laughs) But cone skating is really good. Low impact. Yeah. Builds up those knee knee muscles. So much fun. I want to get good at that. Yeah. Or achieve, like, some sort of level where I can have fun, play around, and, like, kind of get into that zone. I think that'd be sweet. Yeah. Great, great exercise, weight-wise. Yeah. yeah, you got third place in that competition, hey? <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, I watched the video, though. You guys were killing it. Yeah. Couldn't even tell what the hell was going on. Your feet were moving around. <laughs> I don't even you know You weren't, like, hitting doing. the cones or anything. Yeah. Hmm. You didn't know what you were doing? Uh, it, a lot of it was just, like, just I'm just going to fuck around. Really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. I saw Leon's, like, run. He, like... Skates out there fast and like gaps like <laughs> over the cones, like jumps over like cause they had a couple lines set up. He jumps over like a few lines of cones and then he's ripping through them. Yeah, his uh his second place run was actually pretty incredible. Did he do like jumps That's in the it one as well? Where he jumped at the beginning. Yeah, and then he killed some cones and then he like did that thing on the fence, the big like fence thing, and then bounced back off the fence to fakie, and then right <laughs> away like straight into more cones. It was pretty sick. Awesome. We should have, like, flat ground contests. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be cool. I think so. Not even cones, like, just just ground. No object, just ground. Well, it's cool to have the cones there, but maybe not having to use them. It's cool. Yeah. Because it really highlights, like, the precision of the movements. Totally. The idea of just, just ground, though, is just, like, I don't know, it's, like, so... It's the most basic, you know, there's nothing there. It's just a flat surface. So right. what What can you do, right? It's just, like, ultimate limitation and I ultimate wonder creativity. What happens? Does it turn into figure skating? That's a, that's essentially what figure skating is, right? It's yeah. just a contest on flat ground. Yeah. Um, but if aggressive skaters basically did figure skating with the, like, con- the aesthetic concerns that we have, mm-hmm. it's, like, totally different, right? It is So it's basically just a different figure skating. I think the key is, like, not to have it judged. Because once they get into that structured judging, that kind of guides the sport and kind of ruins it in a way. Well, yeah, and you just need, like, young judges. Like, the problem with figure skating is it's, like, all, like, old, soulless, like, like, their dreams have been crushed they're like 80 and they're just pissed off with life and, and they just sit on their right. high horse and say this is what figure skating really is and we're, we we are the judges we know what's best mm-hmm. and they just die you don't know shit like come on what they have to do a triple lux they have to have like a straight stance they can't like do a Liu Kang just, just no Liu Kangs what the fuck I'd be so juiced if like they're doing Liu Kang fuck yeah fucking Liu Kang 7 yeah that'd be sick why are you wearing those like stupid tights like you know get comfy wear some ninja pants yeah whatever well, loosen up loosen up I, I mean, mean if there's something cool, to their uniforms they probably like they look dorky as hell but they gotta be like oh they're maximize their super comfy function. yeah exactly I guess, like, I respect figure skating. I like watching it. Yeah. But I just don't like how, like, every move has, like, a very strict right way to do it. It's yeah. like, this is the right... But, like, says who? 
what what are you accomplishing like it it's subjective mm -hmm. like one person might like when you jump like perfectly straight but another person might be like damn like when you like tweak it or like pull your legs up or yeah. pull, pull your knees up I don't know I think it could just use an injection of like weirdness right yeah exactly it, but it is important to have it judged I guess the proper way if it's going to be a sport that way because like you yeah. know what I mean like snowboarding snowboarding's still sick these guys are like hucking crazy tricks and it's a big sport and it's yeah. has like but creativity is like encouraged in those sports mm -hmm. you know it's like when someone comes along and they do something new or they tweak something a, a unique way it's rewarded it's like a good thing mm -hmm. but figure skating you never really well, they have stray to, from from it well they don't they judge them on creativity as well but it's like they're judged on like they're dancing or, or whatever you know what yeah. I mean their outfit they're like oh and the music that they choose yeah and like the way they finish like the way they do that stupid head gesture and yeah. wink at the judges or like, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean like finishing the splits and like point their fingers to the crowd or something like yeah and how they like put their put their line together and the and how they flow from one thing to the next and stuff but it is very like there's a right way and a wrong way yeah but then the tricks are like completely set. Like, yeah. This is how you do it. You have to do the triple lutz. Yeah. Imagine if they started using their hands. Yeah. Jumping off the boards. Imagine you decided to jump up and like grind along the boards or something. Yeah. Just out contest. of nowhere. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. You know, you can't do backflips in figure skating. Like there are guys that can yeah, physically do it. Yeah, they can do it. Do it. Yeah. But it's but against like, the rules. Yeah. You're like disqualified. That's what I'm saying. It's, that's fucked up. Yeah. Let, let it go. Because imagine what they could be doing if they had let them do backflips a yeah. long time ago. Fuck yeah. They could be doing like crazy corked backflips and shit like that. Yeah. Like uh, martial arts tricking. Have you seen any of that stuff? Like they do the trick kicks and stuff like that? Yeah, like capoeira. Like capoeira, but they do it like on steroids. Wow, yeah. That's it's fucking crazy. Shit. It's just flatland, flatland competition. Yeah, I can totally see this. How long do you think we've been talking? I don't know. It's been two hours. Yeah, and ten minutes. Two hours and ten minutes. That's probably too long, isn't it? No, that's perfect. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are we? If we're gonna finish it right now, then? Yeah, yeah. This okay. was great. Yeah. This just flew by. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Good time. I hope man. it turns out well. I'm sure it will. Okay. Cool. Well, you're the expert. Yeah. That was awesome. Thanks, Todd. Yeah, thank Thanks you for Sean. having me over. No problem. This is one of my goals for the trip coming out here. Is I wanted to do a podcast. Awesome. So check that off the list. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. Yeah, this was a great time. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Um, I've been told that I'm terrible at closing these things, which I am. But uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to Sean and I talk about stuff. Figure and, uh, skating. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to us babble for fucking two hours. I know. I'd be very impressed if yeah. people listen to the whole thing. That's amazing. A lot of people do. Yeah. yeah a lot well, of people I'm do. sure they're thinking yeah. at the same time their own thoughts, yeah. wondering. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So hopefully we gave people a few things to think about then. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Until next time, peace out. <laughs>